When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we have a returning victorious podcast featuring two guys that I know y'all love to hear me talk to. It's Mike Malak, who I now pronounce his name like that instead of Majlock. When did I? And Faze Banks. Hey. When did that happen? Yeah, when did you start calling me that as opposed to like Mike Lovesack or Mike Majlack? I don't know. I think at some point I just realized that that's how you say it and that it was easier to say it like that than to make a joke out of it every time. Like when you say Tana's name and you got to just be like, my boo boo Yeah, but nobody actually knows how to pronounce her last name at all. I know it's just weird because we've been watching videos with her in it and knowing her for a long time. How have we never figured out how to say her name? And I just found out that. Mojo? No. Mojo, M O J O. Okay. Tana Mojo. But that's not. It's how not how it's you spelled, fucking but say that's it. A useful rhetorical device. Yeah. <laughs> Monomical. What? What? How do you? Mike's still on my phone. Is Mike Lovesack? Really? Yeah. Wow, like that's that. sick. It's the Moji shit. You got some good ones of that, like a dude who becomes a huge rapper and he's in your phone as like Kyle. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. I got a couple of those. How are you good. guys living? Good. We're actually living together now. I saw that. Yeah. Mike just moved into the crib. Finally. Um. The house is stacked. It's a fucking beautiful home. You got to come by, check it out. Let's go. It's still the, the same spot that you guys have. My, you should come on my show. Just come cruise. On the fucking mom's basement. Yeah, me and, me and Keem shit. How's that going? It's going great. Yeah. Amazing. Spotify original, the Spotify bag. It's fucking, it's audio only, which takes a, a little bit away from the experience, but it's nice to roll out of bed and fucking go down to your basement. And Do you feel like you're being crushed by the, the censorship juggernauts at Spotify, Spotify, like Joe Rogan? No, to be honest, I don't. Why is that? Is that a, is that a, a They big... took down a bunch of his more controversial episodes, and he seems to not give a shit, which is kind of surprising yeah, I mean, to me. He's definitely acting differently behind the scenes, though, you know what I'm saying? Based also, on those... a $100 million bag. Like You could take down my I Alex Jones give, interview. I couldn't <laughs> give a fuck less about I'll suck my own dick on Instagram Live for a hundred million dollars. Could you do that? Are you able to do that? Yeah. Are you that. serious yeah. or not? I got a long dick. Did well, Matt? Did Marilyn Manson really get a rib removed so he could do that or not? I think that was just something uh, they told us theory. when we were thirteen. But girls get ribs removed now. Oh, really? Like to just look, look hot? Yeah, just to yeah. look like their torso is longer or whatever. But I guess if I was gonna try to suck my own dick, the things I would want to work on is losing body fat, yoga, flexibility. flexibility yeah. Maybe even a dick implant, realistically, would probably help a lot. Yeah. Where, where's science at with that? With I like know. What are these scientists doing? There's a lot going on with that. I think there's. I've heard rumors. Rumors. Twenty twenty people. Can you finally like actually like? Can you do it? Can you pull the trigger? Well, no. There's there's bigger? there's inflation. From what I understand, there's people in the industry that I've heard rumored have like these inflation devices where you push a button and it's like, mm. and it felt like, and it fills up. And then when you're done, there's like a, a button in your butthole that you push and it goes. Psh, 
That's not real. That That's what a, I've heard. That, I just use I just use Blue Chew, the number one male enhancement pill. <laughs> Get it at BlueChew.com for a free one month trial. Use code Mike. Oh my God, we just got hijacked for a brand deal. <laughs> Everybody, get a nice hard dick out there. Um, yeah, I don't know, but even all of that, after all of that, it's like what you're gonna be able to like, you're gonna be able to like dab your tongue on it. It's gonna be like your whole life before you could deep throat your shit. Like it's not. I just yeah. I, am I the only one that doesn't want it? I don't really want to do that. No, I think that's gay. Listen, is listen, it? Is listen, that, now listen. that's a question. Time yeah. out. Time out. Time out. I have a philosophy. I have. I, I've about thought about this. I've mulled, I've mulled this over. Listen, <laughs> I believe that if, if human beings evolved to have short, little, stubby, like T Rex arms, and we couldn't jack ourselves off, I feel like we'd be forced. And girls would jack. Up. Hey, man, if you, could, if you could just reach down there, would you do it? I feel mm. like there'd be. Nah, I wouldn't do that. That's kind of gay. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like. So like evolution sucking your own dick. Do you think evolution you know is ba- do you think evolution and the evolution of the human body is based on furthering our abilities to pleasure ourselves? No, I So don't. like in a I few don't. so like in, imagine like in a hundred thousand years we have longer torsos, bigger, longer penises, so we can move from first base to second base on ourselves. That'd be tight. Or, or, and and you could you could, you could bend your dick around and fuck yourself in the ass. But what if we had evolved theory. to produce lube? <laughs> like start. like if there was like a little thing here and like, like my body kind of like had lube ready to right. go, so I could kind of like squeeze it, it just sort of plops yeah. out yeah, and it's, yeah. it's just you're good to go. And like we're there, but that's the thing is there are things about our bodies that are that weird, but we don't think they're weird because we've been human beings our exactly, entire right, life, right, you know. Exactly. But yeah, I do think that we evolved to, to not be able to suck our own dicks because it would mean that we wouldn't reproduce because we just give each other head all the time. Maybe. Or give ourselves maybe. head. Maybe there were, maybe there the were a class of people who could suck their own dicks and naturally well, they if didn't you, reproduce because they weren't, fuck, they weren't fucking. For they example, the, the brontos, was it a bronco, bronchiosaurus? That one with the long <laughs> yeah. neck? That thing could easily give itself head, dude. Mm. Like think Dogs about that. Dogs suck could, their own dicks all, all the, time. the time. And it's normal. I know I hate that. They don't suck it, but that's one of the things I don't like about dogs. It's kind of weird. The red yeah. rock, or when they ri- wipe their ass on the floor too. Like they're oh, just, gross, just gross. And seeing like when my kid is playing with a dog and the way the dog just wants to lick her face and stuff, and I'm like, I know what you've been doing with that mouth. Yeah, these conversations aren't happening enough on online right now. No. I'm really happy that we got Leave a chance to come here. This is the trifecta. Yeah. Cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> Bestiality. Adam Twenty Two says he wants to suck his own dick. Right. We could put this on the dark web. I'm down. <laughs> Sell it for a bitcoin. Fifty k for the. the oh, no, let's just put this as an NFT. Silk. So yeah. just one guy has it. One guy can. This conversation. It. Yeah. Just this part of it too. Just I the hate, dick sucking part. It. He loves NFTs, right? Why do you hate them? You I know, don't hate he, them. He hates them because he knows nothing about them and he's missing out and not making any money. He, he's probably right. You're jealous. I've purposely That's like st- like I'm crypto. Come here. NFTs, I'm just like stiff. Yeah, you, were late stiff to the, you were late to the crypto party too, and you probably talked shit about that too a year ago. You might you might be right. I might be you right. might be right. I definitely believe that you can make a lot of money with NFTs. Yes. I just personally don't believe that there's any future in it, and I don't really understand. It seems can like I, there's a lot of supply. There's a lot of people who are looking to sell something that basically doesn't exist and make money absolutely. off of it. I don't really understand the mentality of the people who are buying and can holding I break, these. Can I just break it down? Sure, a quick, yeah, a quick definitely. little breakdown. Nifty. Um, so, if you can wrap your head, have you guys ever bought a skin in a video game? I haven't, but I've bought so many stupid things in Pokemon Go that I, okay, I feel well, like then, I understand. Well, yeah, in game transactions. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, skins in video games are a really good comparison to make. You buy them because it makes you feel a certain way, because you want to flex on the people in your party or against the people that you're playing against. You want to look cool. It makes you f- feel a certain way. The same reason why you buy the clothes that you buy, the same mm. reason why you buy the art that you buy. That's one component of it. The same. It, it, the same thing applies to NFTs. 
Now, what you just said is absolutely true. 99% of the market is absolutely nothing and probably won't have any real value in the long term. Mm. But the same can be said about traditional art and absolutely. collectibles too, right? Mm. Anything from a Picasso to a fucking poster that you can buy at Walmart for $2. It's all art at the end of the day. You can hang it on your wall. When you look at it, you feel a certain way. It's trying to intrigue. It's trying to, you know. The in-game purchase, I think, is a great idea. But at the same time, like, if you're playing Fortnite eight hours a day and you're rocking that shit and everybody sees you. And I I get why that shit's popular in Fortnite. It's just kind of hard for me to imagine how people are then going to flex their NFT ownership. Well, in 2021, we spend an awful um, more amount of time on the fucking internet than we did in 2010 yeah. and even more so mm-hmm. than in the year 2000. it'll be higher in 2030. None of us, yeah. no human being spent any time on the internet in, in 1980 because it didn't fucking exist. Mm. So the, the, the idea is that as we move further and further into this metaverse and, and we spend more and more time on the internet, eventually, like you have to automatically assume just because of the rate of fucking how things growth, growth yeah. and, and just technology, it's, it's all exponential. Mm. In 10 years, who's to say that we don't truly have a, a, a whole separate life in the fucking yeah, internet yeah, like a where, simulated we, where we really reality. plug in and we can do this and look at each other and experience these things augmented reality the same like that way kind of shit. that we do in real life but on the internet and when that is true when these things are true you can hang up in your fucking in your sims world simulated yeah. Yeah. studio you can hang up a crypto punk on your shit and people are like damn like this i want to suck that like, dude's dick it's, it's, it just it's feels like cool. a lot of assumptions to Here's, be making it, about how the world is going to shape up over the no, next few decades no but you know decades. he's right but you know that's, that's going to be happen, the case like, but we don't play the sims no, but, and, and what is the equivalent version of the sims and how why are the nfts going to be well, the GTA, thing that we're flexing yeah gta call of duty all of those things are putting us more and more inside well, of the universe mm. and he's exactly right in 10 15 years we are going to be in some sort of semblance of augmented reality so i agree with that part and I also agree with you when you say that 99% of the shit out there on the NFT market is saturated bullshit. The reason why I don't play in that space is because there's a limit to how many investment and things you can do in life. That's and to identify point. the 1% that are positive returning investments or smart purchases takes time that I don't have. And mm. I won't trip. Listen, listen. I don't involve my money or my time into anything that I'm not personally interested in. It's impossible mm. for me to, to drive myself just off the basis of money. Mm. It's hard for me. I, I've done it with crypto because I think that, that it, there is an element of like coolness and future and internet. Like I'm an internet kid. So. Mm. I think that, that shit's fairly cool, but this NFT shit, like art and internet, like those are two of my favorite things on the planet. Those are two of the things that I believe in the most. So for those to get married, have you purchased form- any NFTs? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Punks. Crypto punks. I own four punks. crypto punks. I'm putting in two hundred thousand dollars into it. Um, I bought them in February, and right now they're worth like six hundred, seven hundred k. So I, I mean, it was a great investment, even in the short term. These are long term holds for me. This is the way that I explain the CryptoPunk thing. CryptoPunks are the first ever NFT, really, realistically. Um, they're looked at like that, they're appreciated like that. They were created in 2000, late 2016, early 2017, I think. They were free, they were minted, and, and you could go on larvalabs.com and claim them. Nobody really gave a fuck, it was worth, but the hardcore internet people fucked with it. Now that NFTs are popping off, they're looked at as like the founding fathers of the space. Mm. So my, my comparison to it is if, if you could travel back in time and buy the fucking Mona Lisa for 30 racks, would you not, would you do that? Oh, of yeah. course you would do that. <laughs> sure, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, oh, hang it that's up kind, in here. That's, that, that's why I've only, that's the only <laughs> real money that I've dumped into it. I bought other cool things that I like and, and, and in support of like my friends and shit like that. 
um, but not to make money. This CryptoPunk thing, I do believe long-term, I do think that the floor for these things is gonna be a million dollars. And in that case, I would have spent, you know, 200K to make four or five million dollars. I, yeah, I think my main thing though is, is that I'm kind of like a pessimistic person. It's very. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm very good at looking on the negative side, and East I feel Coast, like everyone baby. is a little East too Coast, optimistic baby. right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've lived through multiple recessions, and I'm just <laughs> gearing up for the next one, baby. I'm a hold on. I, I, hey, I'm ready for everything I own. I'm ready for the money in the bank to not be worth shit. My house is going to drop in value. Everything I own is going to go down in flames. But I'm I, ready for that. That so, way know, of thinking is dangerous. I know. Uh, and 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 trust me, because I'm saying it, I'm preaching to the choir on it because it's how I've thought since I was. Doing the shit I used Fear to do. Fear and scarcity and are how, around you at all times, 100%, right? 100%. Yeah. It's how I still think. I hoard money. I invest very little mm. because I'm scared for tomorrow. Right. I'm scared for tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day the other shoe drops. It all ends. I need that cash to fall back on. Mm -hmm. You need to pull yourself out of that way of thinking because mm. in non-invested money is is just wasted. Take you your own advice, to, I know. No, yeah. and, and by the way, I have been. I found a bunch more exposure this year to crypto. You know that. Yeah, no, love Ethereum. Love Chainlink. Have gotten into some alts, ERSDL, some other DeFi and infrastructure coins that I really feel passionate about. But like I said, it's a time-consuming effort. My you philosophy need to put a lot is, of time into it. My philosophy on this is: for the first 24 years of my life, I was fucking broke, and I was fine. I was cool. I was still alive. And were still you happier? Fucking girls. Was I happier? It, I, I, w I honestly, I was probably just about the same happiness as that. Honestly, I think I think I'm happier now because of the experience. Money hasn't changed ha any sort of level of happiness for me, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, it's yeah. cliche to fucking say that and like prop that shit up. But, but it's when I really put myself in how I felt like 15 years ago and how, you know, I wasn't like acknowledging how worried I really should have been at that time in terms of like my financial future and everything. It's like I should have been so scared and worried and I wasn't because you didn't give a fuck. But now I can look at it and be like, wow, you are really hanging on by a thread there. You really did not <laughs> have much of a safety net. You could have you could have <laughs> like had some horrible medical condition happen and your whole fucking life is over and you got to move back to New Hampshire but and also, with your parents. But also that is the biggest reason why you should everybody should be investing their money mm -hmm. and exploring other I, I would relate it to like child stars and people who had like quick success in like the music industry or like the film industry who made a bunch of money really quick, spent it all, and then fell off and now they're broke. Mm. We know there's a there's a lot of so cases wild of that. So many that, yeah. building IP, building something that actually has real value beyond you. Like tomorrow, if you got hit by a fucking bus, you know what I mean? Like the show would be fucking. The show would die with you. Like mm. it's kind of fucking. Wait, oh, you're saying he died? Are you saying he died after the bus, or like? Yeah, if you, I mean, or no, just some sort the of bus severe. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like speed. Welcome back to, to No Jumper News, starring Boss Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. That, that's all the more reason why it is important to spread out your money and to take those risks. It really only takes one, too. Like, one big win, and mm. it could change your whole fucking game. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. We're working on a couple of those right now. Yeah, we are. We are. Do you and feel like you are at a point? Thank you, Laura. Is a fucking mind reaction. She knew I wanted my water. That's amazing. Right. Um, do you think, like, you've reached a point where you've, you've made enough money that now they're only things that you feel like you can put energy and time into are the really big opportunities yes. yeah, where you can sure. 500x sure. your money, yes. you know, because 
if you find something that you know like I, I feel like I could oper operate a really really good pizza spot definitely but I'm just not gonna do it because it's just not an opportunity what's the exit look like yeah it's that, like you know, you know I, I feel like we can make a couple hundred thousand dollars or a couple million dollars a year well, off the pizza spot but it's like gonna be really intensive if, time wise if anybody talks to me about anything related to a physical location or event right now I don't want to hear anything about really it. everything I want to do is digitally based in some way mm. and to your point like those $250,000 strategic deals, those half million dollar strategic deals, they start to get less appetizing. Like at what point are you just, are you just collecting that revenue and never spending some time to build equity and IP into something that could become massive? Like mm -hmm. he's sitting on phase, right? But we're working on, num on a number of other yeah, I IP yeah. devices that could potentially go. I have dating apps. I have- Phase uh, has also given me a lot of yeah. freedom too, to like- Do that stuff. Kind of like risk things mm -hmm. and, and you know what I mean? Cause it's, it is a- Consistent state, but has world. it also turned you into kind of a lazy fuck because you just don't <laughs> upload on uh, upload on YouTube? You're always telling us I'm coming back, I'm vlogging, I'm I'm gonna do this and that. This we all know issue. you don't need the fucking <laughs> ten grand you're gonna make off that video, so you don't do it. Listen, to this be honest, is what the people need honest, to see. By the way, no, no. But to be honest, that's the thing, right? It's like pro. It's, everything's all about pros and cons and mm. the fucking give and take, and that's been my. A lot of bullshit comes with uploading videos on YouTube, bro. And you don't really, say there's drama in that guys, department. Guys, you don't guys, fucking guys, say, guys, bro. By, by the way, like it doesn't. It takes fucking ten minutes to crank out a YouTube video that's mm. gonna pull in millions of views and make you some good. You money. just walk around the house like, oh, look at this room. Here's something that's going what, on. Here's something saying. else in this that's, room. That's what I'm saying, though. And it's like it's not. It has nothing to do with being lazy. More so, like, okay, am I do? Am I ready to f turn this back, back on? on? And like take everything that comes with it mm. or would I rather just trade little pixels on a screen and make money it's so it's funny going <laughs> I don't know. it's funny having watched you go through the growing pains of influencer uh -huh. and like watching all the like things that you went through and the relationship drama and the drama pages and then now just being so gutted by it personally yeah no. and like having you and and uh, and obviously Logan to like to lean on for advice and shit like that has been so important to me because it's like it's constant. Like you wake up every day and, and in this, that fear you talked about, you wake mm -hmm. up every day like, yo, what's the news about me going to be today? What's the fucking drama going to be today? And, that's, and honestly, I'm really proud of the fact that I fucking have always kind of stayed true to what I want to do. Mm. My last video that I uploaded was fucking has 11 million views and a million likes on it. Wow. You don't see that shit every day. You know what I mean? And I could have fucking milked that Tifu thing for a while and cranked views out of it and fucking used it to, to blow up in other ways. I just didn't feel like getting myself involved in all that drama, drama. And, and seeing those comments and like that's you know what I mean right, I, but do you go out of your way to avoid being on drama alert these days because it's like no because you will like no, go through a, phases like remember the Jake Paul club fight thing and yeah. like all these not that you fought him or whatever but there was like all this drama where for weeks and weeks like there's a narrative being stirred up about phase banks like does do you are you at the point where that doesn't bother you and you wake up in the morning and don't guess, think about I guess that it's all situational because the Jake Paul thing for example that was a really like that was a fucking huge shot at my character right I was being accused of hitting a girl pretty right. much it's like okay i'm gonna go to the ends of the earth to make sure that everybody that thinks that that's possible is impossible it's the rare it thing happen. you can't really like, ignore yeah. yeah i can't you can't ignore that bullshit like random bullshit day-to-day -day drama mm. I, i'll ignore that shit all day and i really at the end of the day as long as i can get my piece across and and you can actually hear from me what the deal is mm. What, how you feel about me after that, I could give a fuck less about. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Jake Paul fans from back, from back then, whatever. As long as they heard me, saw the evidence, knew that I didn't do that, then after that, if you still want to hate me, if you still don't fuck with me, whatever. There's a cool. level of like, stardom where, like, 
people will report on you if the stuff becomes a big deal. And then there's a level of stardom where I feel like Mike is kind of like creeping into that where it's like, oh, no, we know that if we report on this dude, then we will get a lot of views. So let's do everything we can to find out everything we can I was, about this guy's life. I was so life. excited. Game, which is why it's not about being lazy. It's like, I don't want to fucking get I don't back know if to I want to be. I like. had so much fun flying under the radar and I didn't realize I was having fun. I was mm. batting for the fucking fences and everybody was like, yo, enjoy your 500,000 views a video. Enjoy your, your side role, your co-host role on Impulsive, right? Mm. And I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going after it. And then Dobrik fell. And then Logan stopped posting. And then, uh, you know, a couple other big people on YouTube stopped. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Damn. James Charles, Shane yeah, Dawson. Jay, oh, we right. just keep watching these stars fall. And so what happened was I looked around. I'm like, damn, I'm in the fucking sights now. And all these motherfucking drama pages are like, damn, like this will get clicks. This is what I need to survive. Mm. Right? And the way, like, we're in this weird society now where... People not only feel that they're entitled to their opinion, but they feel that they're entitled to you modifying your behavior yeah. based on their fucking opinion. Mm. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the drama nice. pages. Fuck anybody that follows the drama pages. That's garbage. Mm. Let me explain this to you really quick. Were Logan, all those people, you are the ball players. They're the fucking interviewers in the locker room asking questions, pushing their fucking glasses up. If we don't play the game, they got nothing to talk about. So when the drama comes out and everybody's like, we demand a response. We demand the following adjustments to your character. Fuck you. I You're not getting it, I, any I, shit I, I from me. I don't even respond. I don't even respond. Mm. I have no response. Shit just happened. The shit just happened with Lana. The shit that's been going on with Logan. I got nothing to say about any of it. If you know me, you know my character, you fuck with me, great. If you don't, go fuck yourself. He's that's how all, I fucking am. So, he's been so amped up and worked up. Mm. He's had a, Straight he's up, had a, bro. He's had a rough couple of weeks. It has. It's I, been terrible. I, I do really? Wanna, it has been terrible. Okay. Terrible. No. I do want to respond to what you just said, though. I, I don't think it's super fair to fully put the blame on the drama channels. No, I'm so not. Much but is, they so got to make money. Just, so much is just like society at large, bro. Like people are fucking way too sensitive people are way too entitled like everybody like you said wants to push their opinion on you and and wants you to change your behavior based on how they feel and it's fucking it's weird and it's it's ridiculous when when i, I was pe people in general need to just toughen the fuck up and like literally when like, we were going up and it was television right mm. <clears throat> you turn on a show if somebody's saying you don't like they're saying something you don't like. You change the fucking channel. Mm. These motherfuckers just sit there all day and comment. We, we don't like this channel. I got to minute 27 of your video and realized that you're a real jerk. Why the fuck are you watching it then? Mm. I, got a, I got 2 million people watching the videos that fuck with the shit. 99.5% thumbs up rate on the videos. Why the fuck are you in that 0.5% watching shit you don't like? Mm. Go make money. And Go do listen, something listen, with your life. Way, way, half the time, too, you'll get a comment or a tweet from somebody negative feedback and you respond in the rare times that you mm. respond their response is typically oh shit i actually, love you I huge love fan you, huge can fan. we meet like, up and sign my I sign your book no seriously though like that's that's 90 percent of the time that that is the case it's just cancel culture in general i'm actually delighted to see that we're starting to see a pushback on that shit like you're mm. starting to see more and more anti-cancel culture shit on the internet the thing that blows my mind the most about this whole cancel culture like movement is the fact that we'll take just influencer A fucks up some way, 
the people who like storm in their comments and target their sponsors, mm. these people aren't even fans of them. Yeah. No, you know no, I mean? no, no, and I'm talking about minor fuck ups, things that you can that we should allow people to redeem themselves from and come back from. Talking maybe a poorly worded joke, things like that. A pros like, and cons list, like, like that like, kind like of shit. Little know? shit, you know what I mean? There's a line that's if it's crossed, it's like okay, get the like, leave the fucking internet and just like <laughs> go to jail. You're a horrible. You go, to fucking, <laughs> go to jail. Go directly no, to jail. Do not jail. pass go. Don't pass go. Like, yeah, but these like little fucking things. It's not even people's fans. It's like this wave of just like PC police who are fucking targeting people and going after this shit you know what i mean and mm. it's they're not even your fans they're not your fans aren't walking away over a fucking joke right maybe they're maybe they'll check you and as they should you know what i mean but they're not like it's, it's people who don't even who didn't even fuck with you to begin with who have this like control over your career it's right. fucking so bizarre to me it's just really troubling too because for the past month with like, are you old in it? Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like it sounds a little weird when you like cup it like a dick. To, I felt like Aiden for a second. You've been dead. Yeah, Riley. With Aiden too much. It's yo. I never did that before. I'm surprised it took me that long. That's funny. It's been it's been troubling because the thing that happens with a lot of people is they do respond, mm. and so the way I've always looked at it has been. And especially the past month, I've needed him and I've needed my homies behind the scenes to be like, yo, when you respond to this kind of shit, that's what everybody wants. They mm. want you to respond. They want you to have some sort of feedback. They want you to add fuel to that fire because that's another video for the drama pages. That's another video. That's going to warn a response from the person that you have drama with. It's mm. going to continue to build and build and build and build. And by the way, like selfishly, that's great for business. That adds views on for us too. Mm. But it's terrible for fucking mental health. It's mm. terrible for my happiness. And it's terrible for and, the overall and, and, space. And, and, it's, and it's bad for the space. But, more than, but, but the hard part about it is like it feels... You, it feels so defenseless when when your shit is getting run through the mud like that and you have to sit there and just take it bro mm. and not respond and not say yo this is the people it's almost like people don't realize there's two sides to the fucking story then there's the truth also mm. you know what i'm saying and so i just sit there and i watch all this shit happen but usually like you don't respond it dies down you go back to work mm. i'm imperfect i make a shit ton of fucking mistakes just like everybody else i thought you were gonna say money i thought so too for a second i'm like whoa plot no, twist but it's just like it's just it's shit. <laughs> i make a shit ton of money fuck yourself but it's always tempting to just throw that in the conversation right like <laughs> I, I got a nice house you. fuck you <laughs> Yeah. But, but when you really do feel like shit about yourself and you're really getting trashed in the media, doesn't that kind of what you resort to is like, well, you know what? Fuck you. I got a million dollars in a nice house. Suck my dick. What are y'all doing what, it for? What else do I really need what in this whole situation? Do, what are y'all doing it for? Why are you why are you doing this shit? Cause you because you really love making YouTube videos? Or because like That's why, why are I started doing it, yeah. What but where are you at? This, I bro, come from like, a time I we started doing this phase shit. 10 plus years ago. No, I, I feel that. I started doing this. I did start doing this for fun. And it's kind of just the way my life went. Um, Sometimes I think I about know. what I would but do I with my do time. If, I, don't, I don't upload videos. Like, I think about what I would do yeah. with my time if I, like, really didn't have to do this. If I fucking hit a lick for $20 million tomorrow. It's like, I really think I still would do this. Yeah, because this, this is such a do. huge part yeah, of my yeah. identity yeah, and what I'm interested in. I might do a little less or I might, like, change it up a little bit. But I don't really think the, the money is, like, awesome. But it's, this is not the most profitable thing I could be doing with my time. There's a ton of There's angles. There's a lot of longevity to, to You've built a really sick IP. Right, and I. And, and I just show. I love the the feeling of like just having I love going back to my interviews from four or five years ago and being like 
10,000 views this month. And I put that shit out four years ago. Yeah. For some reason, that still just turns me on so yeah, hard awesome. to just be like, I'm doing something that is going to have an impact in the long run. And you do an interview with someone, and then five years later, something either something really good happens to them or something really bad. But then you see that spike, and you realize, bro, 100,000 people went to this interview to think about this guy after he passed away or think about how this guy used to be at this age before he blew up five years later. You know, that yeah. is what I'm really addicted to. At the end to. of the day, yeah, I know we're, we're doing a lot of bitching right now about, like, the, the cons of, like, this whole space, but it's just even funny, like, the language that you're using about views and, like, longevity and just... Isn't it... Isn't it fucking crazy the life we live? Yeah. Like not, normal, the not, average person not. isn't talking about how many views they're getting. And <laughs> like the masses, millions of people. It's just it's fucking. But, but it's, it's, in, it's, it's interesting because Mike just revealed that he doesn't actually like making YouTube no, videos and he hates no, making the next shift. And you should all return your merch. No, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. But like, but like, yo, there are certain <laughs> there are certain things I like about it. I like when it's the the pro the passion projects that I want to work on. Mm. I I have the most fun reviewing cheeseburgers. I have the most fun like doing the things that I actually like doing the drama shit and all the cons and the stuff that comes along with it is what I don't like. Mm. And honestly, like the number one most desired job for kids nowadays is to be an influencer. Isn't to grow that up trippy? To be a creator. And so would it be, would it, it's insane. Be, would, it would be irresponsible of us to come out here and, make, and even for a second, make it seem like it was all fucking pecans and rainbows. Listen, kids work <laughs> you in know the what space saying? and involve yourself in the space. There's a, there's a huge, there's a future to this longevity to this, but Taking it back to what you said earlier, everyone thinks they want to be fucking huge on the internet. It's not the greatest. It's not what it's cracked up to be. I was watching it's an not. interview with the poker legend Phil Ivey uh, yesterday, and legend. he was basically talking about how at one point in his life, winning these huge tournaments and, and his legacy and making all this money was like the thing for him. And that over time, he just started to realize like, oh shit, like if I make another $10 million, it's not going to make me any happier. And now his life is like, spend time with friends, family, uh, do yoga, like walk around on the beach, you know, just like it's when I'm listening to him and he's talking about his life, he said, I'm chasing happiness day to day. I stopped chasing money at some point. Well, that's, but, that's, but, but I think, but I think, but I think everybody goes through that, um, <clears throat> that trajectory. Mm. Cause, because at first you need to finance yourself. You need to get a place yeah. where you're comfortable enough in life. You, you feel good about your future. You're making the right investments mm. to open up, to open yourself up the luxury to chase happiness. Yep. And that's where I've been living. That's where I've been living. Yo, I'm trying to get to a point where I grind, grind, grind. I haven't missed a fucking week through all that drama, through all the bullshit, through fucking everything that happened through losing friends through COVID like I've always been there trying to get that shit out mm. because I know I have to grind because the window ain't open forever right but now I'm I am in a very good place for a, a lot of reasons so I can start to open myself up to those luxuries to work it in the same space uh as the book mm. the book was one of the most successful books to come and out of the creator happy. space it and happy. it made it me made you happy. so happy yeah. bro yeah. To, to I've gotten thousands and thousands of messages from people like yo you made me understand why my mom OD'd on fucking heroin and it, and it brought wow. me peace knowing that. You made me want to, to stop using after two decades. I'm 53 years old and I see hope for the future now. Those are the messages that push me every day. Mm. Those are the messages that keep me going. Working with rehab centers. I, I sold 160,000 copies of that fucking book, bro. Wow. That's crazy. Crazy. I, people, I thought people didn't read books anymore. So that's audio, really amazing. Audio. Well, I, I bought it. So hey, we out here. I would have gave you one. That's all right. Um, but good homie, good homie. Yeah, yeah. No, you gotta buy the homie <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fifth shit vital like that, it's available on Amazon and Audible. 
You don't gotta buy every T-shirt, but when someone drops a book, <laughs> there's an ESTG. Like, right. my, one of my favorite rappers, ESTG. I'm not sure if you guys know about him yet, but he's fire. But he has a line on his new mixtape where he said, "Buddy, I'm gonna say Buddy. Buddy said he want a free dub, rock and chromes." So basically, like, you want a free, very small increment of weed, and you're wearing a fucking $2,000 hoodie. No, fuck you. (laughs) Like, for real, fuck you. That's like, you got to support your friends. And if anything, like, you know, if you want to buy a $2,000 hoodie, that's fine. But, I mean, I just, that that shit's crazy to me. I was talking to him about the last time I called in to the show when it was you, Banks, and Keem. And I was talking about the Logan Paul fight. It was, like, the day before, right? And I was like... You guys were like, he man, he just won. didn't show up. And I was like, no, fuck you. Logan's my best friend. He won that fight. He's going to be the best boxer ever. Right. You got to support your friends, bro. You, you got to support your but friends. But obviously there's a thin line between what I probably was doing at the time and where I should have well, There was landed. a lot of emotion. and I'm not surprised you had that take. It was just. That's the homie, bro. There's a lot of value in hyping your friends up regardless of what reality is. Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Like the same thing with you. Like you got to hype yourself up beyond what is true. And you got to basically do the yeah. same thing for your friends. Like you just got to give them your belief, regardless yeah. of if they've really deserved it yet up to this point, right? <laughs> I'm just happy to be back on a podcast, man. Hey, yeah. Oh man. So, so you feel like you're coming back to Impulsive, or is it over? You got the boot, man. It's no, fully stop over. because people keep <laughs> believing it. So Andrew Schultz like had this video go out that George put out. Andrew Schultz was like. So Mike got fired. We heard Mike got fired, and the whole inter- and George- and they laughed about it. So mm. the internet's like, you got fired off Impulsive and shit. Logan's focused on the fight. Mm-hmm. We are not talking about impulsive. We're not talking about the future of the show. We're not talking about our friendship. We're not talking about any of that shit because he's focused on the biggest night of his life. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing he needs to focus on, the only thing he needs to care about. We'll cross the impulsive bridge. We'll cross the me and him having, you know, random micro, whatever that kind of bullshit is post-fight. Right now, that's Isn't the only like, thing he needs to focus on. How long is it away? Weeks or months? Uh, it's June, weeks? It's June, weeks. June 6th. Okay. June June 6th? Yeah, is that weeks. June 6th. So Sunday, June 6th in Miami. Weeks, yeah. That's so crazy that June is that close. It's bad. As somebody it's who doesn't really, I don't really look scary. at calendars much. That's you crazy. know what my thing is? The world's starting to kind of open back up. We're all starting to see each other again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's making the time fucking fly by. Mm-hmm. The past few months for me have fucking Flying, yeah. flown. But yo, it's such a down year and such a slow year that like, yeah. He moved to Puerto Rico. <clears throat> right. I think there's a lot of people that are like, the cat, the cat, well, I want to talk about this because, right. I, because this is one of the things that I haven't addressed. And right. it's one of the things, like, honestly, like, I want to talk about it for a second. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, this thing that Mike did or that thing that Mike did that pissed him off or whatever. Like, the catalyst for a lot of this, like, hiatus, a lot of this time away from the studio, for Impulsive, a lot of that kind of shit, Logan decided he was moving to Puerto Rico. Like, mm-hmm. said, yo, you coming with me? And I was like, bro, like, that... That just doesn't fit into my two to five year plan to mm. go to some floating island in the middle of the Atlantic, like Carib- Caribbean. Atlant- and if this was three, if this was three years ago, weather. If this was three years ago, you would have done it, right? Because you you didn't have as much built up. You're 100%. still chasing after it and everything, and that's kind of like a weird realization for somebody like Logan. Like, oh, my co-host is maybe not my co-host to the extent but that I thought just, he was. It was be. just an unrealistic uh, plan. It was mm. just an unrealistic plan. Like, listen, like. I, I love the kid. I love the kid. He gave me so much. He fucking housed me. He took. He he introduced me to so many people. He changed my you fucking changed life, life, dude. And I and I owe him respect, and I owe him thanks, and I owe him whatever help I can give him forever. And, and I will loyalty, always get in loyalty, loyalty, and I'll always sure. fucking give it to him. And have I once again have I been perfect? No. Have I used words that should have been voiced differently, or said things that could have been phrased differently, or mm. more? 
I'm not on those shows or whatever. 100%, I'm not a perfect person. But, but the thought of uprooting and moving to Puerto Rico, it just, it, it didn't jive with what I want to do in my life. Mm. And people need to look at that and respect that and be like, yo, like, that's not what the Listen, kid's vision and, was. And on, on the side of Logan, I do, I completely understand both sides. I think that you, you're making all the right decisions for yourself. Um, you have outgrown just kind of a sidekick role in someone's life. You, you're kind of your own person now, and you have a lot of opportunity ahead of you. I've had multiple, multiple people kind of under my wing throughout mm -hmm. the course of my career, and it always does suck a little bit. Like, not suck. Like, you're, you're always happy for your homies. Right. But to see somebody kind of move on from the role they played in your life and kind of like, there's just natural distance put between you guys because of because they're taken off. Obviously, you, know I mean? you weren't nearly as close, but the you and Tifu thing is, is probably a decent comparison well, point. Yeah, where we, it's we like, got really close, really quick, but that's mm. a huge that's a huge one. That one was a little bit more fucking like a um, little bit more emotion. Like mm. the emotion there was was crazier. Uh, like even the Nelk boys, you know right. what I'm saying? I moved those motherfuckers out to LA, helped them get their their visas and stuff. And they're fucking humongous right. now, and they're traveling all over the place. And I see, I only get to see them once a month. You know what I mean? And I'm fucking happy for them. I love those kids to death, and they really—they're doing huge things. You can't but blame somebody for wanting no, to be a never, boss. Never, you know, never, like never, at a never, certain never, point, never, never. those dudes realize you just like miss them though. We get like, to be the bosses of our own shit, and yeah. we're gonna build something that's yeah. so big. Like they—they want to have the same kind of yeah, shit of course, that you built for course, yourself, and it's like you have to be happy for them. But at the same time, you always want to like <laughs> keep them within your in. world a little bit. You well, know, and I think my that's only point what... mentioning that. My only point in saying that is, I think that any sort of negative feedback you've gotten about the Puerto Rico move, I think it's probably coming from a good place, just a place of like. No, he, dude, the kid, the kid you, honestly you know is I mean? the kid honestly is has become such an effective uh, friend, mentor, leader, and I, I honestly the the saddest part is. I thought, one, obviously being away from him and not being close to my friend and being able to call him and talk to him or see him every day. You know, I've been waking up with the kid for years now, Pause, right? Yeah. Weird. Well, you know that what I fucking... The way you said that was fucking weird. I've been waking up in bed next to the kid for fucking years. Laying on top <laughs> of him with a stick on your lips. Yo, yeah. listen to me, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not You kidding. scumbags. Uh, I don't it's just, fuck the homie. It's just tough, but I thought that, like, the, the one thing we would always have to come back to would be that show. Mm. That was like our one like refuge where like no matter what happened with the boxing or we're like, talking about it like it's dead. No, 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 no. I know I'm not saying that, but you do have to take into consideration that there is a change seeing as how he lives thousands of miles away. Like that that is that will affect that the our ability to walk into the garage and shoot an impulsive. But do you think he's gonna be happy in the long run out there? I haven't been to Puerto Rico. I feel like somebody like him is probably gonna end up getting Logan bored out a, there. And, and I don't know him nearly as well as you do, but from what I've gathered, Logan is a different fucking animal, man. Like this kid is all about focused, his money, all focused. about work, all about his career. Like that is the one thing that that motherfucker will do. He'll do anything for it. He'll live in Puerto Rico for it. I just think I at a certain never, point he's gonna realize, like, damn, I could be a lot more effective. Work-wise and business-wise, if I'm in the place where everybody else lives and being away, I mean, granted, well, you can fly back whenever. But realistically, the Puerto Rico move is taxes, right? It has a it has a lot. Play the fifth on this one, but it's mm. it's it's listen, well, like no, his, no, it, whatever. We've talked about it's it. It's a but business. It's a business. Yeah, it's a business move. move. Anytime you leave LA, it's at least a little bit about taxes. Facts, facts, <laughs> you know? facts. hundred percent. Well, that's right. what I'm saying. hundred percent. Um, and just the way that it's not like he's fucking, he can't come back. I don't know. Mm. He's don't just, know. he's just, he's, listen, just he's just, all, he's making all the right moves for his business. Yes. Every, he's hell bent. Yeah. He's hell bent on 
domination and 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 whatever that means and that means in boxing and content in business and crit like whatever he does right mm -hmm. and he's gonna do it he's one of the most focused people and i think listen i think like as much as i will miss being around him while he's there he'll miss me and we had a very good symbiotic relationship for a long time added a ton of value to each other's lives and hopefully you know he stays there and comes and then comes back and we can get back to it you know what i'm saying i mean there's mm -hmm. i i I just want to see him go get this fight done, and then we'll see what happens after that. that uh, that's it. And, and for the record, I agree with you that acting like here, Harry Styles is a hero for wearing a dress is fucking stupid. But <laughs> not going anywhere. Not that being said, the interesting thing it. about that though was just the fact that you seemed to sort of doubt his intentions, and that seemed like a real mortal wound yep. to him in a yep. way where. And, and I get that because it's like if one of my good friends basically said like Adam just said that because. He switches his personality up depending on who he's around or whatever. I, I could understand why he would be very hurt by that, even though I agree that acting like someone's a hero for wearing a dress is fucking stupid. I'm not saying I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with any of that. What I'm saying is uh it, it, it wasn't it it was so it wasn't switching it wasn't switching so up. Stupid. If you wore a clown suit, I would think it was stupid too. Actually, I, I would think that was kind of funny. But stop, please. Okay. It wasn't switching up. It what, was, wait, wait, wait. hold on, it was bringing the, the energy that I would have in closed settings to mm. a podcast that contained people that he doesn't exactly see eye to eye mm, with. That's true. I want to say, need to read, you need thing? to, pe I need to do a much better job of reading the room, of realizing and understanding the people mm. that I'm around when I make either jokes, tongue in cheek remarks, or, or say things that could be considered, uh, adversary or in adverse in adversity to someone's set belief set right mm. and and i was wrong i was 100 wrong dude and and i think at the time when i said it i did believe that that was the case and that he um felt certain or he might act certain ways in certain cases towards a-list topics but but he he we had a long, obviously a long discussion afterwards where he clarified mm. and I learned from it and I fucking moved on and, and so did he. And then some other, you know, quick bullshit happened and kind of reopened the can. And now we're, I want to add some serious, uh, some serious. Yeah, so you said, I do want to bring it circle back to the dress. The dudes wearing a dress thing. There is one case where, um, a couple of guys wore a dress in a public forum and I would call them heroes for this. Do you guys remember Matt, Matt Stone and Trey oh, Parker? South Park. South Park guys. Where did they wear a dress they, took at, they took acid and, and showed up to the to Graham. To the Oscars? To the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, Oscars yeah. In, a, in dresses. Well, there's Tripping something daring about that, at least. Harry Styles was wearing a dress in a field. Like, nobody's even going to see you. You're just going to take it off <laughs> They pulled after. up on some funny shit, tripping acid. That's fire. There's Those just... dudes are fucking heroes for that in my book. But going back to what you just said, listen, whatever whatever was the outcome between you and Logan in that situation, that's between you guys. I don't have an opinion on that, to be honest. One thing that I do want to say in the defense of you is I saw an awful lot of fucking... The, the main negative feedback that you were getting was your fucking clout chaser, this mm -hmm. and that, fucking Mike's a fake friend, Mike's a... Mike's a whatever. Cl clout chaser. and A leech, a snake. Yeah, that, that shit doesn't sit right with me and it actually doesn't make any sense. Mm. Because in my, this is just this is how I view things. Because I do know you, and I know that these things aren't true about you. Um, 
What what sense does that make? You're you're a clout. Logan Paul debatably has the fucking most clout on the fucking planet. He's up there. He's up there. If is you it, were chasing clout, what would, what would like demeaning Logan That's, a little bit in front of Keemstar? Why, why would that help your situation? <laughs> exactly. If anything, when Logan is clearly like, if you're gonna suck anybody's cock, it's, it's probably gonna be, gonna be Logan's. Exactly. <laughs> what Bro, the I've been you, the what are you do only on our, on our person Spotify to original? check a lot of these people. Mm. I spent. I have never once agreed just to agree with them. I'm the I'm the offset. I'm the counterweight. I'm, I'm impulsive. Mm. If I'm not, or, and in his life, <laughs> if I'm not there, a lot of that dick sucking goes down. Mm. A lot of that yes man type. The shit ironic goes part down. too is this fucking whole dress scandal shit happened on my podcast. <laughs> I, I, know, right I, right I felt <laughs> fucking bad about all of it, whatever. Right. But the, that's what the, exactly what you just said. It just doesn't make sense. If you're gonna fucking cloud chase or dick ride anybody, it's gonna be fucking Logan Paul. Like if someone's, he's the one who could probably help you out the most. He certainly has helped you out the most so far. But it's not like it doesn't make sense that you would hate on him to gain something in that moment. It felt like that was actually or, how you felt. Slash, you were being humorous. And I think, again, to I know this motherfucker on such a deep level it's like we're talking about a fucking kid who is one of the only elements in logan's life that contradicts things that he says and because that's why he brought he you around exactly, initially right exactly that's the role he's always played and two we're talking about a kid who's just dating one of the fucking clout most clouded girls on the planet mm -hmm. lana rhodes is on a fucking she's a different animal when it mm -hmm. comes to this engagement this nerdy fucking influencer shit metric shit and you just broke up with her. And that's <laughs> definitely not in the interest of somebody who's clout chasing or, or trying to get views and followers. Your Lana Rhodes videos will I always, done that, bro, will always just laid videos. down to her, you know, demands. demands. That's what I'm I saying. I could have had 10, 8 million views a week for the rest of my fucking life. So if one, there's one point I can make. It's the clout, the clout chaser don't don't. shit with you. It's like, it's not a legitimate criticism. It just, it's just, it's not. You've proven that that's not that's not the case. It's just people will always have something. No matter how you operate, I'm a polarizing character. Mm -hmm. I'm a polarizing character. I have opinions. I have beliefs. I'm loud. I'm boisterous. Mm -hmm. Someone could say obnoxious. A lot people could say a lot of things. No matter what I say, good or bad, people are gonna have something to fucking say. Some mm -hmm. will like it. Some won't. And lately, I've been trying to get into the mind state of being appreciative of commentary and feedback and comments and engagement, no matter what sentiment or direction it goes in. Mm. If I'm on an episode of Impulsive and I go to the comments and every single comment is about me, Mike wouldn't shut up, fuck this kid. <laughs> then one comment, he's got good points, but fuck him anyways and fuck that kid. But that's how Hold it was on. at first, right. right? No, 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 it goes through levels oh, of that. Okay. But then the episode I'm off, they're like, Mike's not here. Good. Fuck that kid. And then and and a couple comments down. We miss Mike and it's all Mike, Mike, Mike. I've tried to get agnostic to whether it's good or bad commentary, just simply the fact that people are having an emotional reaction to me either mm. being there or not being there because that's that's what this something is all about. Think, some of the things it's when people stop talking. Mm. It's when people stop saying Yo, like, wow, what he said was ridiculous, or wow, his take was ridiculous, or the way he carries himself. It's when people all of a sudden just stop writing, stop listen, talking. That's when you got to fucking worry. Listen, listen. In this, in this space, at least, especially when it's a business that you that runs off of engagement. Something mm -hmm. to consider too. Listen, this is something that I've kind of recently come to the realization about with just comments and feedback on the internet in general. It's something that I've never really heard anybody discuss or talk about. 
when you when you come across a, a video with a million views on YouTube, typically how many comments does it have? Less than ten thousand, right? Yeah, usually ten thousand yeah. in that ballpark. That is a small percentage of the overall <laughs> yeah, view yeah, of yeah, that video. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't comment. You have to you have to be like really in it to be commenting and you have to really be attached in like really hardcore internet 10,000 comments 1% so you can kind of assume that the other 99% were pretty on board with it well that's yes, no hey, and, and the like saying. and the like rate reflects right. it but listen it's not that you have to be pretty on board no, hold on, i'm going to i'm going to give you a quick no, hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on my point in saying that to you is at least for me the feedback that i've heard because people know that we're friends like my my family my dad back home his fucking favorite person on the internet of all time, I've never heard more about anybody, any other individual from my fucking father, the guy who gave me life, than this fucking guy. Loves him. Where's mm. the clocked-in merch? The book, the book. Read the book. My fucking mom's read the book. They all fucking love you. My homies back home love you. I know for a fact these. My dad's not leaving comments on fucking YouTube. <laughs> yeah, right, Most yeah. people aren't leaving comments. I don't really comment shit a ton of shit. Yeah. I'll comment on like my friend's Instagram post. I'll occasionally respond to a tweet. Of a, of a homie, but I'm not sitting all day on my fucking computer commenting. Especially I don't think, YouTube. I don't think, When's I don't last think time you left a YouTube comment? Have you ever left a YouTube comment? Oh, all the time, but it's for like Your engagement purposes for the most part. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to be seen. You have two types of people in the comments. Genuinely great fucking people who leave comments like, love you guys, love the show. Great feedback. And you see people like that and you... That's a fucking nice person. That's mm. a person who's just walking around, average person, just a fucking good person. Yeah. And then you have those hardcore opinionated fuck fuck fuckhead troll motherfuckers who just their mission is to this for mm. us to talk about but it. i think the common and i think the commonality between all of the commenters on youtube especially is age I re I really how many like even twenty four year old even really well, strong not, internet people are that old and leaving and here's the problem for a guy like me who has a demo and plays into the to the demographic and audience that is your dad, your homies, your yeah. homies back in fucking New Hampshire. The kids are like, yo, this is the anti-influencer, yeah. the porn star dude, the cheeseburger fucking yeah. dude, the dude that was addicted to drugs and made it out mm. the fucking crack house to where he is. The fucking 14-year-olds that are obsessed with social norms and what Trisha Paytas has to say about sexuality, they hate me. Mm. They fucking hate me, bro, because they're like, this dude does not respect men, men in dresses. This dude does not respect <laughs> fucking this or respect that. When honestly, those aren't even my beliefs. Yeah. Right. Those aren't even my fucking beliefs. I think men should feel comfortable doing whatever they want. I've said it a million times, same way you feel. If you of don't course. affect me or my livelihood or the livelihood of my family, I don't give a fuck what you do. Be happy. Do, do whatever, whatever you want. want. Be happy. And that's how I am. More power to you. But he's 100% right. Like, those aren't my people. And Jeff, manager Jeff tells me that every day. He's like, these, these dudes that are fucked or these men and women that are fucking with you, leaving comments on Twitter, this and that, that you almost get to a point where you feel like you have to respond to, those aren't your people. That's why I tell those you aren't my fans. Those aren't your shit. fans. Don't he's like, he's like my shit. brother back home in, in New York that fucks with you. He's 32 years old. He's rocking your clothing. He doesn't give a shit what the internet has to say about you. Mm, Keep yeah, going, exactly, motherfucker. Exactly. Internet's and, weird because the loudest voices always get the most attention, but the loudest, shrillest voices are usually not representative of the not majority. Exactly. You know? at, all, yeah. at all. And they're not your fans. Mm. That's the biggest yeah. thing. It's, that's the biggest that's thing. That's the biggest yeah. fucking... That's why I tell you, just don't fucking read that shit. Just don't read it. He's done good at that. I still, year three in, I'm still... They, they they get they do get me on my toes sometimes, bro. I'm, like I said, I'm not impervious to feeling like people are against me, yo. Mm. I have that feeling in me, bro. I've had that feeling in me my whole fucking life, bro. What was the, what like was the, from what an was emotional standpoint, you know what I'm saying? It was just me and you in the kitchen, and I said, 
he's all stressed out because of what happened last night with the pros and cons thing. Yeah. And I was like, Mike, age, what do, what, what do you think these people look like that are, that are tweeting you this <laughs> If you were walking down the street and you walked past the playground and a bunch of 13-year-old kids hopped off the swing set and said, fuck you, you're, you're an ugly piece of shit. Right. Like, what would your response be to that? Or like, <laughs> fuck you, you did a lot of dirty. Like, are you going to walk over, put a fucking knee in the sand and kids listen? This is what's going on. <laughs> like, no, dude. Like, right. You're going to laugh and fucking text your homies like, yo, a bunch of fucking little kids just talk shit at me and threw water From the seesaw. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, that's really, and, and you, there's no faces to this shit. And like you said, it gets amplified. So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to weave through that but, shit. But, but it's, it's kind of weird being like a, <laughs> I, I don't want to say middle aged, but we're all like kind of like a little bit oh, older yeah, white guys. Dirty, yeah. The world has been taken over by all these cute Children. little TikTok Children. guys. They Fuck dance. Kids, they're they're mixed fucking... race. They're they're we trans. They got earrings. Kids, and I'm just over here, just binary <laughs> as fuck, just boring as hell, just Crypto. being a guy eating meat, just like you <laughs> drinking know. milk, bro. When I see you tell people I drink cow milk, they're like, you fucking sick, twisted individual. I'm right. like, I got a glass of chocolate milk over here and a bacon <laughs> egg and cheese they're like you're sick you're crazy. do you even that, care about the plight of these animals do you know what that cow had to go through go to, get through this to milk? produce that milk yeah you know we're, how bad it is for you we're a dying breed i'm gonna have diarrhea from this tomorrow and i don't even care <laughs> we're oh. are we we're a dying breed yeah it's okay. i'm I don't just know. sick i mean i but i feel like there's like a big appetite for like a guy who seems like you know he might be doing construction if he wasn't here Yes, you know? and honestly, and th that's and he knows one what Percocets taste like. Taste like yeah, exactly. <laughs> the drip. They know what the drip feels like going down their throat. They're like, this kid used to be a fucked up. Guy. No, and honestly, like as much as we, as much as we laugh about it, the, uh, that makes up a lot of my fan base. Mm. That makes up a lot of my fan base. People that are down and out. People that are in fucking. New Hampshire, mm -hmm. regular fucked people. up, regular, regular people. fucking people that are going through the trials and tribulations of life and are like, yo, this dude was at rock bottom for a decade you know of his fucking life. Is, you know what the best part about falling in that category, which I think all three of us do? One, you get to a fucking point like Nelk, for example, like Nelk's not getting fucking canceled, bro. They have a mm. fucking, they have a fucking wild fan base yep. who will literally die for them. Yep, you know what I'm saying? It just yeah. like, fuck you guys. You're not touching this corner of, our, of the internet. This is our corner of the internet. We're keeping it safe. Mm -hmm. This is what the fuck we do. Yeah, we yeah, fuck girls and we fucking party. Party, get fucked we up. get whatever, fucked yeah. up and we, we have fun and we fuck with people and, and prank people and all that shit. When you don't walk on eggshells and you're, you don't pretend to be this perfect individual on the mm -hmm. internet, you don't leave yourself open for as much criticism as the person that does do that. Like, um, I actually just revisited that Charlie D'Amelio, Dixie D'Amelio, like that dinner, that family dinner scandal. Do you dumbest that? shit I've ever seen in my life. Dixie, oh, yeah. like, dumbest shit about that. like a snail, and Charlie was like, <laughs> I really want to hit. This is a 16 year old girl, and this is like the current. I defended them so well. Yeah. Right. She's a 16 year old girl. She's like, I really want to hit 100 million followers a, a year after I hit a, a million followers. I really want to hit 100 million. Like, that's. It's a goal that this mm. girl said. Maybe she didn't say it in the best way. Maybe it did seem a little bit fucking whatever. She's 16. And that's what the fuck. She right. lost a million followers for that. Dixie was getting canceled. Trisha went at their throats. I met those. And girls. I'm not saying I, they don't act. Uh, no, hold on. Let me say this really quick. Like, I they're they're kids. Right, okay, exactly. they're kids, bro. I went to. I was in Atlanta for Jake's fight. Uh, what what was that? A few weeks ago. Right. Met Charlie for the first time and Dixie. Had, you know, my thoughts going into the conversation, what's this going to be like? 
those girls they're were so both nice. so down to earth, yeah. so sweet, almost like they had never gotten famous. They were just regular girls. Went up to Olivia O'Brien. Charlie went up to Olivia O'Brien. I'm your biggest fan. I love your music. There was not one, and I can't say this for every TikToker or influence I've met, but for those two, yeah. talking to them, they were so humble, so unaffected by their global stature and fame mm. that honestly, like within two minutes, I was like, yo, these are great. These are just good people. They're young. They're making mistakes. Yeah. And think about like people need to be more empathetic because could you imagine if you had like a 16 year old daughter and she said some goofy ass shit like that, like about like, 100 million followers yeah. or whatever? Maybe you would sort of like gently tell her, like, you know, like publicly, if you say that, people might look at you a certain way, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. People are so eager to cancel her and paint her as a horrible person just because she's sort of like amazed by what she's accomplished on TikTok. Like, I get it. And I just wish people wouldn't like immediately take that as an opportunity to treat her like the biggest piece of shit on earth. Like, but that's people why are so eager to get everyone out of here. It's crazy. That's why I'm happy to be in the place that we're in. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we've discussed a lot of things even just on this show right. that if either of those girls were talking about exactly that was not if charlie d'amelio was sitting here right now she might be legitimately canceled <laughs> yeah, in a lot of people's eyes just for saying. just for nodding so or associating well, with us in general 100 percent. but it's but it's like those are the type of and this is this is like the biggest note on all the cancel and all the drama shit all of the micro factors the considerations about social climate, the considerations about age and what the parental children factor might be like with those girls, and all of those context clues are always removed. Mm -hmm. they, they, the drama pages and the cancel culture remove all of the, the, the context mm -hmm. clues and simply come up with one damaging headline to run an entire fucking story on. It, it even, it like, I don't even really want to get into the Dobrik shit, but there were so many like side attempted side cancellations as a as a part of that that oh, were man. so that's what, unjustified. That's where we're at, by the way. Motherfuckers, I just watched this thing on Disguised Toast. He's like a really popular Twitch streamer in like that Stan universe mm -hmm. with like Dream and fucking Corpse. Like you know that like crazy, the new generation yeah, yeah. Like of people that, that people don't even know about Twitch streamers Dude, that, that people have gay crushes on. Basically, that yeah. bigger than anyone insane. even fucking knows. Tweeting that Dream a, shit, tweeting a yeah. smiley face and getting a half a million likes <laughs> on it. Like, that's Literally. fucking insane. Crazy. Like, yeah. But this fucking kid had like some minor fuck ups a long time ago. Nothing major at all. It got to the point where people were targeting like the people that he plays games with and stream, like going after your friends and holding your friends accountable for opinions you may have had before you even knew them right. years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's mind fucking blowing. insane. No, it's and, like, mind blowing. Attacking people, canceling people just on the basis of being friends with somebody. And I think the biggest thing is that people are slowly learning that they need to stand up to it Dude. and that they can't just bow down and just <sighs> apologize every time that somebody gets offended. You just can't do it. If you stand up to the bullies, eventually they're just going to shut the fuck Dude, up and move on to another bully, tactic. Bully. The word you just said, too, that's the most ironic part. They're the bullies. Let's yeah. oh, just make that perfectly the, clear. That's 100%. 100%. No, that, that's, 100%. That's the most ironic part of the whole thing is this whole like PC thing was originally like people were standing up for people's rights and mm. people's fucking just ab ability to be happy and like hey you're fucking telling this girl she's fat and ugly you're a fucking piece of shit stop bullying this girl and right. like that's where it all came from but now it's being weaponized and used 
to do the exact same yep, thing yep. that it was put in place to prevent in the first place. And they do it's it. They, they do insane. it to the other side, the people that they think are their enemies, but then they do it to each other too. So that's where it's super obvious that they're the fucking toxic it's ones disgusting. in this environment. Do you, know many, you know? do you know how many of those it's young <laughs> girls, Charlie D'Amelio's, TikTokers, all those people probably wake up in fear every day yeah, of yes, Trisha yeah. Paytas and Ethan <laughs> H3H3 Klein? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine like knowing that these these people are over their shoulders gunning dude like just waiting for them to fuck up watching every step they take right that's got to be a horrible feeling for some of these fucking kids dude mm. it's yeah, it no. really is it really is bullying from the people who have every reason to hate bullies because they're the people that were bullied people were they're the people that were bullied like trisha is was bullied h3 you're you gonna try to tell me right now h3 was the cool kid at his high school <laughs> Is that know, does man. what do you think, Laura? With weather, you think he was you think he was cleaning up out in there in fucking Ohio University? I don't think so, right? Like these are the people that should be standing up and being like, "Yo, we're not gonna do that. Right. We're not gonna we're not gonna rally an no, army they, of people no. against no, 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 others." But it's because they've tricked themselves to believe that they're the do-gooders, they're the good guys, and they're the ones who like are protecting everybody else. It's it's fucking insane. It's insane. I love, I, like, I have a lot of love to Trisha. I really do think she's a good person. I don't know, Ethan, but. You fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked her. She ate pizza off your dick. I need to, like, put, a, I need to put something on the wall that acknowledges that I did that. Like, a, just a picture, really. Would be I watched it. I'm not going to lie. I had to see it with my own two eyes. How, how was I it? I had to. I watched it for fucking two seconds. It lasted Solid about two seconds, too. Yeah. I just had to fucking. I, had I think to, that was my. I had, it's one of those things I That had was my to girl's biggest that. day on OnlyFans. Really? I'm sure it was. Yeah. Does she clean sure up in the yeah. adult space? Of course mm. she does. She must. So does Trisha. No, that's no, not your girl. But, I was asking. Oh, about Trisha? Trisha. I'm pretty sure Trisha's gigantic on there as well. Yeah. She, Although she is in a relationship now. I wonder how that has changed shit. She still fires shots at that Jason Nash guy all the time. Really? I just like is like that what I is that what I stand for for the rest of my life? People, like nine, like 2047. Lana's like, fuck. Mike in his dumb wheelchair. He's I like Jason now. Nash a lot. Yeah, me to too. Be honest. He I never like did anything wrong. I'm not. I don't know the backstory. He's never not talking about any of his opinions or anything like that. I'm talking about. I don't really watch a ton of their videos, but that group of people like seems to be very like. I don't fucking know. I'm not gonna. I'm actually I not gonna touch that. My guys. My guys. Jeff. Whittick. I like Jeff. No, From so watching just, those videos, I realized like, wow, I'm a big fan of this Jeff, dude. Yeah. So yeah. I just saw him again the other. I mean. I'd like to start doing shit, more shit with him, bro. He's a cool dude, and yeah, now I cool. feel, and now I feel like he's like, um, he's like shipless. He's like a pirate <laughs> out in the middle of the ocean on a on a mm. raft, like just fi- going to refigure things out again for himself mm. because his team got canceled, right, right. or whatever. Um, but I think Jeff is hilarious. I think he's, I think his dark humor is great. I think it's dry, and I think. I think he puts himself in like this niche spot that a lot of other people can't do that kind of comedy. It's very I, I immediately dark. felt like kindred spirits with him when I realized how much drugs he had sold in his life. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, same. I, he, I can't ever, ever think anything bad about you because you sold a ton of drugs. So <laughs> same team, same team. Sorry. I did his, his uh, barbershop mm. episode with me and Lana. And he, within, within like a minute of being there, he reached over to grab something he dropped on the floor. And, and he dropped a heroin needle on the floor in front of me. And he goes... Wow! Whoops, my bad. And like held it in front of me like that. And I thought that was to me. That was but the this funniest. was for you. He's still like, doing he, heroin? No, he did. No, no, no. Yeah, he did it as you, a prank right, to yeah. me. Oh, oh, that's like, funny. He wanted that's to see if you'd and, like, slip up. And yeah, and everybody and and started asking like really raunchy jokes about Lana. And like oh, wow. I was like, bro, this to me is hilarious. Funny, like that's yeah. my kind of humor. Yeah. Right. But then there were a lot of other people that were like, that was too far. 
You know, that's one thing I've heard people say is that this is a very good thought experiment if you want to figure out who you are as a person. What's something that you believe that almost nobody else believes? And one of the things that stands out for me is that I think that offensive humor is good and that if just because a joke offends somebody or just because content offends somebody doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad and i'm not using that to like justify hate speech or anything like that but the way the society has moved to the point where you just can't joke around about anything that will offend anyone to me is one of like the worst conclusions that society has come to psychology 101 it's dark humor in general Making light of something is a mm. way that people deal Cope. with deal with and discuss like hard topics, yep. and it's just that's what it is at the end of the day, and that's just how the human brain works, whether you want to admit it or not. You like, joke about things to make to help you work yeah. through it, and not just see it like as Pete purely Davidson painful. Jokes all the time about how his dad Mental died. Mental illness, nine eleven. You don't yeah. think for a second yeah. that that was one of, if not the worst, most traumatic experiences of, of that life. kid's mm. life. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, his yeah. dad died in nine eleven. Right. Like, what the fuck, like? That's insane. And he jokes about it all the time. It's probably healthier for him to expense. joke around about it than to just never mention it yes, and live in dude, fear yes. of and live in fear. Yes. And if somebody says something about 9-11, you're just like, oh, Wait, my dad died in that. How yeah, could you possibly dude. joke around about or that? Just no, every time, that? Or just dude. every time he mentions it, it's fucking sad and he cries about it. Like right. rather than do that. Which would be an decided. understandable yeah. response, but I, I respect people... the fact that he was able to exactly. he's a comedian. It's like this is how he's gonna process things. Most you know? comedians, it's it's that's that's another most comedians are low-key fucking depressed and like mm. have all this emotional baggage and all the tears of a clown them. they call it, it no it's like it's, it's like they're, ha thing. they're happy on the outside they're making people laugh but on the inside they're crying I mean, look at robin williams bro mm. he was a prime example there's been so many it's a real comedians thing. a lot of uh, bro listen like a lot of my shit and a lot of the t like i always la try to laugh and make other people laugh but mm. am i always fucking happy inside no i struggle all the fucking time dude mm. with how i feel about that's why a lot that's of why things, i always bro. say i think dave chappelle is the most is is the greatest um, comedian. Comedian is the word you're looking for. <laughs> he had a phase blank out. Phase, phase blanks. blanks. <laughs> That's what fucking H3 calls me. Shooting phase blanks. blanks yeah. phase, blanks. phase blanks. You ever shot a blank? Yeah. Well, well, I, when I first started jerking off, mm. I, it was nothing. I would like. I guess I would come, but nothing would come out. And I didn't start jerking off that early. By the time I came. It was like the Nile fucking river, bro. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so I, I, I have this memory from eight, from like seventh grade or whatever of like just looking down and it just wouldn't stop coming out and just being like horrified. Like I'm just <laughs> all of a sudden I'm in a swamp of cum. Okay, yeah. So, I, so, so I, I found like a little porn DVD in my dad's sock drawer. Mm. And you guys know that hump lo that hemp lotion, Ooh. like with the weed leaf on it. Okay, you know how yeah. what, anytime, still to this day, anytime I smell that lotion. It like brings me back mm. to the first time I jerked off. I went into my room. I put my I put my dad's DVD in the fucking DVD player on the big screen. I stood this close to it. It's a bunch of girls with bushes and shit. My dick got hard. I started touching it. I used some of that. I was cranking that lotion in that hemp lotion, bro. Wasn't it illegal at the time? Smack, Probably no. It was no, like black market. Smack, yeah. Smacking my little prepubescent dick with right. it. And I fucking came, but nothing came out. And then I was like, whoa, that Face was blanks. that was tight. Mm. And for like, you know, a couple months, I was jerking off and nothing was coming out. I was like, all right. And then one day, sh shit flew do you remember out. How, I was like, what do the you remember fuck? how sensational it, your dick used to feel like when you were that young? Like with those first feelings, like you'd like rub it on a pillow and all of a sudden you're like, ah! Right. You ever fuck the couch cushions? Of course, like yeah, those anything, kind of things? But like, for me, for me, like at least he had a DV, he had a DVD, right, from his pops. Mm. I can't my believe shit, I'm both, my I'm shit, to admit this right now. Bro, I I cannot believe no, it. We didn't even have DVDs. When I, I was have, in high school. No, I, I, was was have to, I have to. 
I I searched on the internet how to make a homemade pocket pussy when I was like 13. Oh wow! And it gave me this whole instruction. Two of sponges. Like, no, 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 no. It was, it was cutting the top off like a water bottle, putting sponges into the water Beautiful. bottle, and then putting a latex glove into the water bottle gorgeous. around the gorgeous around the thing and filling it up with like lotion and just fuck like a like a fleshlight. So you invented the fleshlight. <laughs> and I would, I tucked it in between my mattress and my fucking bed frame and, and fucked the shit out of a Gatorade bottle. Wow, that's fire. With a latex You should glove. recreate that for like OnlyFans or something. I, I'm sh- I would not be surprised if at least one person listening to I'll this buy that goes NFT. and does that. Mm. That's incredible. Is it that I didn't insane? know that. It makes me like you even more. That's incredible. <laughs> I can't believe that. what we're talking about right now. That was mm. like the era of my life where but it was just... Did you ever fuck. fuck your girl's pocket pussy? No. Because I tried to fuck did my girl's pocket fuck pussy. My girl's I couldn't even pussy? get my dick in it. No, I only dude. have my girl's edition, so I never got around to that. Got it. Got but it. yeah, I, I couldn't. I don't know. I think I was doing something wrong because it felt like there was like air and was like blocking me from actually getting it in there. Really? I think I had to like. I thought you were supposed to keep the lid on the I other just, side. No, I don't know why. I feel it was like just... if I took it off, I would have been able to maybe get it in <laughs> there more. I felt like I was pushing against air. I just enjoy like the real thing. I don't. Like pocket pussies are a fucking. Commodity. I've never been a guy to like jerk off with a mechanism, you know. Yeah, I've yeah. always just been like hand <laughs> tissue. No, I was, I was pretty done. over. I was over the Gatorade bottle thing after like mm-hmm. the, first, the first. The so first go. we had no DVDs, and my my thing when I was thirteen, whatever it was, thirteen years old, was uh, do you remember the Spice Channel? Oh yeah, bro. Like, okay, you remember yeah, that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, I do remember you, that. Laura, Laura with weather, you remember Spice Channel? I don't no. think they had that in France. <laughs> <laughs> so so there was actually two of them. There was channel 115, then there was channel 116, mm. and they were in a row. And on any given night, it would come in a little bit better between the blue lines, right? Mm. And it, and uh, I, I was in the bedroom below my mom. My parents were divorced when I was like when I was that age, right? So it was just her upstairs. And I would turn on Spice Channel. I would hope to God that that was the night where I might see like a titty or a little mm-hmm. vagina, oh, right? Or something. But you could hear fun. it. The audio was so, fine. So sometimes yeah, yeah. audio come in, but what would happen was... When I would watch that channel, uh, it would create this high-pitched frequency because I wasn't... It would be like this. Okay, from the television. Can you do that again? (laughs) Somebody sample that. That's beat wins. So so what would happen was I would watch these um, blue Smurf-like people getting fucked in between the lines. Right. But like right as I was like a minute and a half into it every time, I would hear... And it was my mom waking up because I think her brain was programmed to the megahertz Mm. of the... And she would know. And so she would get up, go to the bathroom, and I always felt like, damn, like, you know how now when you jerk jerk off, you know that your dead relatives are watching you guys? Are they? Yes, 100%. You don't know that? Uncle Pete, what the fuck? He's watching you. But at the time, I was like, my mom knows that her delinquent son is whacking his meat downstairs and that stressed me out so i had a I, i've dealt with a lot of like anxiety around sex since an early age because i just i just always knew that my mom was like dude he's just downstairs whacking it to blurred television you think that's lines. what ghost's prerogative is though like just creeping in on people just jerking off no they're I'd no do it. bro but it's not like it's not like <laughs> it's they're right. around for other shit they're like they're like not like they don't want to watch you eat dinner my grandma mima my aunt my grandma Teresa from my dad's side 
she don't give a fuck when I'm put out a new night shift video. Uh -huh. She only comes around when I'm on Pornhub looking for the next video to watch, bro. And uh -huh. then she just stands in the corner, just fucking drills her eyes at my dick. Who knew bro. that ghosts were so enamored with masturbation? They hey, just, they're just, hey, they want got, you to know you're disgusting. They're just horny. You guys ever notice? You guys ever notice like sound, the littlest sounds when you're jerking off too? Like, oh, yeah. And you, you're like, oh, fuck. what was that? Is someone just, <laughs> did someone just walk in? Oh, yeah, I hear yeah, the yeah. littlest. Like every guy that's watching this right now knows exactly what I'm talking about. What was that? That's the ghost, bro. That's Mima. Yeah, she's knocking, coming desk. knocking shit off the desk. Like stop. But, okay, you know where you're I'm disgusting. at? My whole childhood, like in high school and shit, I'm jerking off and I'm worried that my parents are gonna walk in. Yeah. Then I move out. All of a sudden, I got my own spot i'm jerking off free oh as God. a bird yeah, yeah. now i Walking got a baby <laughs> i got a baby and i got a girl who's like you know constantly dealing with the baby now i'm kind of back where i used to be where it's like <laughs> i'm gonna just hit one real quick in the in the in the shower because it's just not gonna happen otherwise or like bang one out in the bathroom real quick while you're taking a shit boom just like now i gotta like fit this shit real while you're taking a shit just real into my schedule real quick because i just don't have the jerking off freedom that i once had <laughs> Por so that's cool. Also, like, <laughs> I, I, how do you do you feel this way too? Sometimes, like, por porn stars and like being uh, fully like ingrained into that community for the past couple years has kind of ruined my experience mm. because, like, <clears throat> when you were younger or when you were growing up or even like five years ago, for me, you would like look at these girls as like fucking legendary. They, like, like untouchable. Uh, untouchable. You could never you get could to that level. You could never see one. Yes. Who? Wow. And now I look at the top ten and I'm like. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? There's I'm like, some hot ass girls, but you don't see them like superheroes anymore. You know, they're yeah. just girls that you've hooked up with uh, now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, who, wait, now what? And the same rule that like seeing a girl for the first time on Instagram and then seeing her in real mm. life, the same rule applies. You know what I mean? Not. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I said I would never big her up after how bad she's buried me over the past two no, months. Lana's pretty. Lana holds up even more mm. in real life than she does Lana's on the pretty. internet. Lana's she's like pretty. an actually beautiful looking girl. And I just want to say right now, I wish nothing but the best for and you. But which made it even harder when you faced the, the tough realization <laughs> that y'all are just, it was never going to work and you were not a good fit. Which is fine, by the way. It's that's completely fine. Dude, listen, man. I yeah. hate reading the shit that's like, oh my God, Mike is such an idiot for fucking it up. It's like, bro, she's super hot and I'm sure that she, that there's a guy out there that she would get along amazingly with. I don't think it's you. Friend. I'm going to be real. I just don't really think it's listen, you. Listen, let me explain this quickly. We had... Two to three months of good honeymoon level relationship where we we're like, mm. this is fun. Like, this is great. This is happening. And then one year of some of the most toxic sludge of relationship ever where, you know, uh, in between breakup, is he, are we broken up? Are we together? Should he be fucking, should I be fucking horrible? Ho just terrible, right? Mm. Toxicity, 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 toxicity. The whole time. Both of us trying to like figure it out, make it work because I care about her. I want to see her succeed. And she looked at me as like this lifelong partner. But at the end of the day, it just didn't work out. Right. We didn't mesh properly. The way I always explained it to her was, and, and especially now in the end, I've explained it to her was like, you're a round hole, I'm a square peg. Mm. It ju we just don't mesh right now. And maybe in the future things change and I, be I become weathered and my square peg becomes rounded and we could try it again, right? But the worst thing, that ever happened was here at the end now i said we could tr we could try to be friends oh yeah you can't do that right bro not rip. right off the rip no, and what happened yet. was the the lines blurred completely she was talking she was trying to find love with other dudes and telling me the details of those ex escapades oh, you don't need to do that, yeah. which I did not feel good for me she was finding out that i was hooking up with girls 
and it was a very messy situation. And so that led to this pros and cons list. Who centered the Let list? Me, David, my videographer. Okay. So here's the deal. Long story short, the way I feel about life and relationships. You didn't center that list? No. Oh. She, she, we, he's blocked. So, so let me explain this really quick on the blocking thing. She's been, <laughs> I sh I've had her blocked for months now on social media, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Okay. Uh, and then on the phone, we've continued to talk. We were friends. I mean, we've been friends now for a while and still hooking up, but like she. She got surgery two weeks ago. Yeah, and you took care of I her. I took care of her the whole time. I was yeah. at the house feeding the dogs, Not cleaning up dogs. Like real no, surgery? Plas yeah, plastic surgery. Oh, okay. She, she, I was cleaning the dog shit off the patio, hosing it down, feeding the dogs, taking her to the doctor's appointments, buying her fruit at the store, taking care of her because she's my fucking homie. And I respect her and I don't care what happens she's between at home us. She's like, I don't want to be your homie. No, she doesn't. Now she hates me. <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so what happened was a bunch of more dramatics happened. It led to us, her blocking me. And all I wanted to do was, okay, so the way I am as a person, if I get fired from a job or someone says, y'all don't fuck with you anymore, I want to know every single reason why. I want to know what I did right and what I did wrong so that next time I'm in that situation, I could do a better fucking job. Hmm. I made the mistake and the assumption that she was the same kind of person as me. That was my mistake. I shouldn't have fucking sent it. She didn't need it, deserve it. It was unwarranted and it was stupid for me to send it. Hmm. And so that's where we're at and now. You know, she's pissed off, but but like I was saying before, I care about that girl deeply. I think she's an she is an incredible girl, a beautiful girl, and quite literally the only thing I want is is to see her succeed, find love, find the things that she wants in life to 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 be good. I have mm. no animosity towards her and I just I literally hope the best for her. Let me give you a hip hop metaphor here. She's offset and you're Cardi B. Like, when they got together, Offset is the fucking guy from the Migos. He's huge. Cardi B is, like, on Love and Hip Hop. She's doing her thing on social media, but she's, like, down here compared to him. Yeah. And then over time, she becomes the biggest fucking rapper in the world, and Offset is still Offset, but she's the biggest fucking rapper in the world, and that kind of fucks up the <laughs> dynamic. And when I look at you guys, I think, like, early on in the relationship... You were not as big and you had less going on from a business perspective, but you were super motivated. And I think she thought that was great. But I think maybe over time she started to realize this ambition's not going anywhere. This is a guy who's going to be fighting to be what he can be for as long as he can. And that does not really involve a lot of sitting on the couch watching Netflix, which I feel like Correct. she I feel like she's more that kind she's of person. Done. She's done. She's, Bro, she's chilling, made her money. Know? She's right. out. She's out of that industry. She's working on her podcast. And more than anything, she wants someone that can fulfill her in a romantic way and really be there for her and, and put all of their eggs into that basket and really be there to support and love her. And, and you know, in, in a lot of ways, I, I that we just simply put like without getting once again too far into it we just didn't mesh we just did not Listen, mesh for what a long you just term said too yeah. goes back to the comment section of any fucking social media who's commenting it's kids yeah. who don't have relationship experience like you just said and this is why we're such good friends i can relate to you on so many different things so many issues we share a lot of the same opinions when Alyssa and i broke up you're a fucking idiot for mm -hmm. fucking that up. I can't believe you'd break up with this girl. I can't believe you fucking would do this and that and this and that. And it's like people just don't. These fucking people are common in this. A lot of them are young. A lot of them have zero relationship experience and don't understand that. We're actually fucking real people. Mm -hmm. And you guys were essentially living together, right? Yeah. Me and my chick living together. Like, at the end of the day, like, we're in a real fucking relationship. And it's not all about views and there's clicks so many and factors that people she's, don't she's understand hot. Yeah. She's hot. that shit carries you through the first 
few months and then they're just a normal person in your life like your fucking brother sister their family they're just like a friend. you don't you, you stop looking at them as like this fucking unattainable but when you're 17 thing. or 18 and you're in a relationship yeah, yeah. you have no perspective <laughs> yeah. on what else is out there yeah. and then as you get older it's much easier to sort of swallow the bitter pill and say like all right you know what we had an amazing six months we had whatever but realistically this doesn't seem like it's going to work out and the the great part is that there's five million other women on earth and maybe one of them would want to be with me older your priorities shift and you start to realize that like i would maybe trade a couple points on what a girl looks like for for this or whatever just having a fucking healthy relationship and being happy and laughing every day and that's you know what i mean i just i just also just suck at um at that exit I suck, and you can relate to this as well. Like yeah. it's so hard well, for well, me to like cut and tricky with the fucking French, social media and shit. The, and the French it's, and the friendship yeah, phase yeah, yeah. where you're like, well, maybe we could be homies yeah. and still fuck because but you like, did build a relationship together. It sucks to be like, okay, we just fucking spent every day for peace. the last couple of years together, never talking to you again. Sad. Like, it's, it's sad. Super sad. At yeah. what point yeah. in all this did you lie and say you jerked off into a condom? Uh, That's one of my favorite lies fuck. ever, for the record. Like, that, that is the best lie ever. I jerked up into a condom, something that no one would ever do. <laughs> I did that when I was a little kid. Too. Yeah, we all just <laughs> talked about it and we all said that. that we that we all did it like kid. one time in our Bro, life. Bro, so, so <laughs> one thing, okay, so one thing in the relationship was it was always built on um, telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and even when I fucked up, and even when she did, fucked up, we always told each other the truth, mm. which is amazing. And, and and that was the one thing we had that like loyalty and that truthhood. When I fucked, I've I've had some mistakes, and I've and I've uh, and said, yo, I fucked up. I did something I shouldn't have done. Whatever. Right? Shout out Ava. Right. Oh my god. No, that was continue be- on. Okay, so, <laughs> oh so 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 um, but uh, but but that was the first time where I found myself lying, uh. and that felt so outside of me. And even and even the, it lasted thirty seconds before I was like, okay, here's the real deal. Mm, okay. But even that feeling what of was the lie? What, what I, you say? I jerked I, off in a condom. Th- that was one of like fifty excuses. That was David's mm. condom. That was a condom from a girl from three nights ago, whatever. But like just the idea that I was starting to feel that kind of way of like trying to get out of fights and like do these things to try to adjust so that we didn't go back down that road was just another sign to me that like it had run its course, mm. you know. And and so. And listen, yeah, it just you guys really are sucks, both, man. Again, from somebody, from a perspective of someone who spent like time with these people off camera, you guys really are both great people. Like, you really are a great fucking dude. Don't give a fuck what people think about you on the internet. And despite like what she's done, people have their hardcore fucked up opinions about her. And she really is a sweet girl. And she's she, incredible. She's great loyal, girl. and she's fucking. She really did love you, and she's a fucking. You know what I mean? You guys just didn't work, and there's that's completely normal. It, mm. There doesn't have to be a fucking. A villain in the in the story, you know what I'm saying? But but they're it always but they're always unfortunately there always will be because of high profile relationships. And I'll be honest with you, in today's climate, it's always going to be the dude. Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah. and that's why like I wasn't gonna re- like you know we're having an open conversation about it, but I wasn't gonna put out like a tweet or like a response like that because. I'm, I can't win. Like this isn't something I can win. <clears throat> and this is and what nor I told nor you should too. I even nor this should I even what... try to. It's like I'm just gonna keep on trucking. I, the only thing I can say, once again, is that I just want her to win. I'm going to always be there rooting, being like, yo, I hope she fucking has the best podcast. I hope whoever she's with next loves the shit out of her because she fucking deserves it and is loyal and is loving and is caring. And she deserves all of that And stuff. you're not just saying that. You I'm not, that. I you thoroughly, say that when thoroughly no fucking on, believe that. that. I say that all the fucking time. She's an incredible person. I, I honestly just want Because if she really one. like moves on and ends up in a happy relationship, and if you do the same, then you guys being cool, be fr- yeah, yeah, being yes. friends is a realistic. Yeah. 
music yes. at yes. this moment yes. like you guys just kicking it or whatever it's just not gonna work because yeah. you, you guys the, the feelings are it's too true. raw you know it's true, it's true. Mm-hmm. how do you feel about her like <laughs> taking to social media with it posting that that pros and cons list and stuff just though. Hurt. it just hurts man mm. it hurts bro it, it, it's uh it's upsetting you know what i'm saying and, and regardless of like should I have done this or should I have sent that list or like those little micro things? People do things when their heart's involved. People yeah, do things facts, when their heart's involved. I, maybe that day I was feeling like, yo, maybe we could reconcile. Mm. Maybe if she knew how I feel about the relationship, those weren't meant to be disses. Right. Those are meant for me to say, yo, this is why I fuck with you. And these are the things that I wish we could work on. You know what I'm saying? Breaking and, and, up hurts so bad that of course you're gonna like get right up close to yeah. it and just be like, "Fuck it, I give up. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna tough it out again." But then you know you do the next couple of weeks together, and then something else happens, and it's like you slowly become callous to it to well, the point where, where you can are. actually you make it into fucking, it. You are in the heat of it right now, in the middle of it, and that's why I give you the advice that I give you. It's just, it's always. Despite any fucking drama, obviously when you're with somebody for so long, mm. you find out intimate details about them that they don't necessarily want the fucking world to know about. You have right. conversations with them that you trust that they're not going to share with everybody and you're not going to share. With. It's just that mutual yeah, that trust. Hurt, that hurt, that hurt. And that's, I, I can relate to why that would hurt. But that's why I've told you, like, listen, no matter what happened with Alyssa and all that stuff, I was I fucking made it made up my mind in my head that I was not gonna I was not gonna address things on like such an intimate and detailed level online ever because fuck that we were together we were a real relationship we really loved each other and we'll always have love for each other forever like you guys have a fucking bond with each other I don't feel I I don't even know anymore because I still I would never do that to her like Mm. I would never do that to her and 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 say anything that was I know yeah you're right and she and and listen I have like especially over the past couple weeks I like have started to move on with my life and I've started to, you know, do videos with girls and like make other content because that's the realm that I exist and that's my business. Emily Willis back in the thumbnail. But it was yeah. I mean and and, and honestly and that was Did you see that video? Yeah. Did you think it was stuck in the dryer? That's yeah, that genius. Funny. Yeah. Genius. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I bro, it. but but like but like that was the content I was making prior to Lana. You right. know what I'm saying? That was the stuff that I was making. So like now I'm back to doing that kind of content and clearly like that didn't sit well she's you know just, what i'm saying hurt. and That's i understand that and it. i understand that but i just wish like i don't know so sometimes i sit here and just think like yo could i have done different could have done it differently or like mm. you know it's pointless just what you the way that you feel right now is the best way to feel wish her the best be there for her. i mean you're still fucking there for her bro anything like said, she ever needed she got- but now even after this <clears throat> even after this like if she hit me up and was like, "Yo, like that didn't go down the way it should have. Like I, I fucked, like I fucked up. I shouldn't have, like tried to expose you or do that kind of stuff." I would still be like, "Yo, I got you." Mm-hmm. Like if you need a ride to the doctor, if you need to call me because you're hurting or you're upset or you're sad or some dude fucked you over, I'm always gonna be there for you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you do, mm-hmm. and you're the same fucking yeah, way. Yeah. I know you are. Yeah, yeah. And like if Alyssa hit you up and was yeah. like, "Yo, I need you right it's now. Happened. I'm in, We've I'm in talked. a really it's bad ha- spot." But it just this is the first time where I've ever felt like, "Damn, like I don't know if that's reciprocal." Mm-hmm. And that hurts because I, she's always been there for me. She's always been there for me when I was down and out to like, even when we weren't talking, if I was like, yo, I got into some shit with Logan. I need to come see you like to crash. I need a friend, whatever. She's always been there. And this was the first time where I felt like that fucking, that dagger really fucking hurt Your headphones me, are on the wrong way. It's bothering me. Please switch them around. I always, have the, cord, I always have the cord to the right side on impulsive. I do. So, I mean, I, it's, it's really a thing. It's an OCD thing for me. And I think like now I need to move into this place in life where I do things for other people. 
the comments, the comments will probably let you know as well. I love you. I, I no, I do. I need to start thinking about all of the other factors. I, okay. You're a good friend. This, you got my back. This bro. is an so important question. This, this is an important question, and I think it might be instructional for her as well. What's your nightmare scenario in terms of her moving on? Moving on? Is it like <laughs> little baby? Too, nah, is, is it too... a TikTok guy? No, because if I say this, if she really was an like malicious okay, person, so say the opposite go, of no, what no, you really no, think. No, 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 I don't want to. I don't even want to touch. If you're anything like me, it's a friend. You don't I'd rather. Oh. Yes, you don't but but I'd rather. But I'd rather. You're gonna no. find out who the snakes are, Mike. Yeah, facts. Mm. But I. But it, you always do but, after in times like. I mean, technically, we already. No one. No, he wasn't. He actually. Oh man. But if I broke up with my girl and a rapper fucked her, I'm 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 not even gonna be able to be mad at the rapper because there's so many rappers that don't like me that it's like, oh, okay, well that was fair enough. Like I knew you were gonna do that. No, but I'd rather look at it the other way and be like, yo, like what's your dream scenario? You know what I'm saying? Like that's just the vibe I'm on with her because like yo, honestly, like that is like a quite literally she is like a fit. She's the only girl I've dated in a decade. Yeah. Think about what I'm saying right now. I've had no other. I've had a ton of girls that I've hooked up with, but I've never spent that kind of intimate relationship with someone that we're at, where we had a shared love for each other. Mm. So my dream scenario is that she finds someone that that cares about her the way she needs to be cared for, bro, and, and finds a love that is meaningful and 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 produces, whether it's a kid or a house or a happy home, and, and also gives her that boost of like self-esteem and worth that she needs that she I needs could see her as an NBA you know wife. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay, I hope good, that is. Yeah. You know Let's what I'm saying? That, like, yeah. I hope. I hope that is the case. You know, and I would have, and I would, and I'm just rooting for it, bro. That's it. You're a good yeah. guy, Mike. You're a good dude. Shout out, Lana. And you'll get through all this bullshit. You're in a very much. Uh, you're in a heavy transition. Life, it's been right? a lot. Yeah, it's been everybody, really listen, shit. we got some fucking so sick much shit. In this so much. See, everybody thinks that it's all clout with Mike, but now I'm feeling that Mike actually had some feelings in this whole thing. Hundred percent. Mm. Oh, of 100%. course I did. Of yeah. course you can't. I mean, by, by default, you can't yeah. spend that much time with one person. It right. wasn't all filmed. It wasn't all shot. It wasn't all put on fucking stories, dude. There was a lot of 0. real 0. 0. 0.001 percent of it. There was a lot of real life shit, bro. A lot of people have been th- two people who have been through a tremendous amount of trauma in their lives that found solace in each other and found hope in each other for a, for a normal life after we all that pain. We fell in love bro. in a hopeless place. <laughs> you know when the clubs close and they start playing yeah, that? Why and, do they, and you're just off mall. Why, like, ah, why do they always I play that guys? That's the song. That's the song that always comes on when you're time. seeing the girl you've been talking to all night for the first time with the lights on. And you're like, where's the fucking exit? Oh, why? Yo, <laughs> do you know honestly straight up, bro? Like, so don't funny. turn the lights on at your club. Let the motherfuckers out first. Why do they turn the lights on? To let people know to stop drinking? Mm. What, the giant eight-foot-tall security guard couldn't handle that with the lights <laughs> off? That's when you know Go they really home. want you out of there, yeah. It's, it's so the funny. worst. And you're like, you, because you're out there and you're like, damn, I got the baddest bitch. Mm. I got the baddest bitch in this place. Then the lights come on you're like fuck damn it i would have just rather watched channel 116 bro and, and fucked my couch <laughs> my couch gatorade bottle bro <laughs> by myself <laughs> with my grand with my grandma watching i gotta pee i'm gonna let you guys uh, talk amongst yourselves for a moment for sure this dude fucking sucks low-key can't wait for this to be over it's still one of the probably the worst thing i've ever done worst, <laughs> po- worst, po- worst podcast we've ever done. over to lore with weather lore come on the show for a minute now nah, you won't do Laura. it could you yeah. come on for one minute? You won't do it. You got deep, brother. I know. You let the emo- it's important to do that. It's therapeutic. It's good. It does show people too that you're not a fucking robot who cares about clout. 
I mean, by the way, also, <laughs> like, but also on that note, so but also on that note, like, of course I do. Of course I care about cunt. <laughs> is, like, is it no, fucked no, up? No, no, no. Wait, hold on. Is it fucked up that I, that I think it's hilarious when people call you a cunt? It's the dumbest shit ever. But also at the same time, shit, let me ask y'all in the room a question. If you had a business, like, it, mine's YouTube, right? If you had a business, like, selling cheeseburgers, right? And you had to put up billboards. If somebody was like, yo, would you rather put up billboards with just your you eating the cheeseburger or would you rather add some other A-list celebrities to that sign? How's phone? Nice to meet you, bro. What would you, you what would you do? I would you would you try to market your product? Would you try to market your product? Aiden wears a 10. The best you possibly could? He wears a 13 too. You wear a 13 too? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both wear 13. Well, you I'm only brought one pair? These are fucking These sick. These are crazy. Bro. High Roller 777. Yo, shout out to the High Roller 777. <laughs> yes. Yo, swipe up. Don't go buy these. Don't crap things. out if you're looking for the. Don't crap out. Hold on, I'm away for this vlog. <laughs> don't crap out if you're looking for the High Roller 777 <laughs> That's awesome. That's shoes. Awesome. You can find them online over at. Bruh. Lil House phone on Just Instagram. Lil House, Lil House phone on Instagram. He's got the dopest shoes, as you guys can tell. You got the North Carolina blue and the buttery toast piss yellow with the dice. These shits are uh, these shits are gonna be seen in every Yo, club in the country. These are really they're hot though. Like they're, they're actually like reselling like crazy. And you know, honestly, it's a weird feeling because I've kind of seen him like you know selling cocaine and like basically like not having a lot of money my whole life, and then all of a sudden he's just hitting licks off of making these shoes. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud, you know. Hey, House phone. The insole, I, I see you. That's fucking. Oh my god, dude, he's got the fucking craps table and the insole. Mm. That's those are the things. Those and the for things the record, I'm fun. the gambler here, and I have not managed to get my hands on these yet. So oh, man. maybe one day. You're telling us. Yeah. <laughs> like this, like this. Y'all gambling? Yeah, well, a little bit. We're dabbling. We gotta Yo, get you guys at the poker tables. What's that casino? What's that casino called? In Commerce Park? I'm, I'm gonna leave one up called? here. What's oh, yeah, that Commerce and the bicycle. Bro, what's that hood ass fucking casino oh, called? Yes. Hollywood Yo, Park. Yo, people, people die Dog, around there for I sure. I go in there. I go in there. Like, and I'm. They're like, Yo, like, with 300 bucks. And I fear for my life. <laughs> Bro, yo, it's the only... Dog, there's no... Okay, when you go to most casinos, you can't put your phone near the table. You dare put a fucking drink near the table at the wind, they're going to kick your ass out. Mm. They might ban you from Encore. Right. For life. For life. They might 86 you from win forever. Uh -huh. I'm banned forever. <laughs> for what? For all that, that, that TMZ... Sorry, when I just had to throw that I destroyed the, uh, the, the room. Oh, right, okay. All that, that was tight, yeah. I forgot about that. Was that was tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still but, but the casino will say, yo, no drinks on the table, no phones on the table. You can go into Hollywood Park Casino right now and stick a steaming hot bowl of ramen <laughs> on the fucking craps table, bro, and just twi twisting that shit, eating it. There's some crackhead, literal crackhead next to you with no shirt on. Uh -huh. Like, my mans, my mans, if this hits seven... I need five bucks so I can go get another rock. And right. Like that's the kind of activity that goes on at the Hollywood Park Casino, and that's the kind of activity I like to see. I like and that's too. why I hang out Culture. at the Hollywood Park Casino. Shout out to the Hollywood Park Casino at HollywoodParkCasino.com. If you use bring twenty dollars, use, use code Mike, and they'll give you a free bet <laughs> of any size. Uh, of any size, twenty bucks, and you get any amount of money back for free, and a free bowl of ramen. Oh my god! And a free Gatorade fuck toy. <laughs> We got him. <laughs> um, fuck. This has been a good conversation. I'm trying to think of what else. Realistically, we should probably go for like another half hour here. I, I'll pee, I could... but then boxing. It's the oh, one right, thing yeah. we haven't touched I, on. That's yet. one I thing. I piss. I okay. both these fucking Wait, we'll, we'll just take an actual break oh, so you guys yeah, can go right, urinate. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is one of the most interesting things to emerge in all this. 
Jake Paul turning himself into a cartoon supervillain. Didn't oh, see man. that coming, but he's doing a fucking fabulous job he with it. He kind of he circled, but it came full circle because that's kind of what his original shtick was, mm, was jumping on true, the news yeah. vans right, yeah, and yeah. starting shit with everybody. But that was like some Bart Simpson, I'm an annoying teenager yeah, shit. Now and now he's like, he's like Floyd or Connor. Like, I'm just like going to challenge everyone, yeah. do the biggest dickhead shit possible, and y'all are just going to consume it. I was just talking about it last night. He... We were having him. We were having him on the podcast for a while, and he was in this weird, like, transitional space where he didn't. I remember him saying it like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do." You know what I'm saying? He, he had this breakdown on the show, and I thought to myself, "I was like, yo, this is the moment where he's going to either like make this change, like Logan did, into this like more cultured, like well, I guess like well thought out, like kind of individual, mm-hmm. or something's gonna happen. Like this is gonna be the moment of growth for him." Mm-hmm. And, but it will, but it's gonna change him in, for the positive, like away from super villain Jake, right? right. But then all of a sudden, he got the boxing shit came along, right? And it was like rocket fuel, and it and it turned him from um, a, a a villain that wasn't a villain for like the right purpose that people were just like, yo, this villain doesn't exist for any reason, mm. to a villain that has a purpose, and now he's just on a mission, and you literally can't not respect. The waves he's making. Mm. You could say whatever you want about him. You could say you agree with his stances. You could agree, say you disagree, disagree with his style or what he's saying. Or he's taking shots at Floyd Mayweather, one of the best fucking fighters to ever do it. Got your hat. Got your hat. But you cannot, you can't even for a second try to uh, discount Mm. what what he's doing from a wave making standpoint. Gotcha hat was so ingenious that it strikes me as not even like a Floyd thing. That was like a 6'9 thing. That's something 6'9 in his prime would have done. He would have snatched somebody's hat. Let's hope he doesn't take it that far because now this (laughs) motherfucker's in a dangerous place. Like 6'9 is... But I just wonder if you're Jake Paul and like you're, you're creating all this villain energy and everybody's paying attention and stuff. It's like Will he ever sort of like pull back and try to present himself as more of like a re- regular real person? Like, or does all this kind of exclude him ever being able to have the kind of relationship with their audience that I would say like you have, where they empathize with you and look at you as like a regular person? Yeah, with yeah. him, it's almost like, does this kind of put you in a box where you're just the devil at well, a certain like, point? A char- like a character. It's, either, it's yeah. either this is all really who he is. Mm. But it's degree. not, but it's not. And that's, and that's it, been or, part of Or the, it's not. And if it's not, then... Listen, one thing about Jake, I've always given him credit for this, even in our fucking, the times when we beefed. Um, this kid knows the internet, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got his it. fucking finger on the pulse. He's got his thumb up up the internet's ass. He fully understands what makes people click on things. And yeah, yeah. I think if he wanted to switch it up and transition and kind of live more of a, like a peaceful, like engaging, like intimate Thing with his fans, I think he could do that. If you watch the, if, if you watch the pre-fight interview when he was on Impulsive, like right before Askren, he had this very calm uh, and sh- like structured demeanor and approach to everything he said. And I remember saying to him, I was like, "Bro, I've never seen this side of you before. I've mm-hmm. never seen you so uh, well spoken." That was the exact words I used. I said, "You were so well spoken on the show," and in the, the dichotomy and contrast between. That show and the show that immediately followed the fight, which was this hungover, drunken escapade, bashing Pete Davidson, bashing mm. Cormier and all these people, was 
the was the defi- the definitive dichotomy that is Jake Paul. It's like you have that guy. He does exist. That that well spoken, almost Logan like mm. person, and that I think is closer to who he actually is. But he just knows how to sell. He's a he's a marketer, and he's crushing it in I that think, space. Think- and and for, and if for as someone who like me, who is fully number one prioritized and obsessed with career that shit's working very well for him right now so why would he stop doing it right you know what i'm saying at first and i think a lot of it has to do with at first when i saw how he kind of reacted to the win you like to see people win gracefully and like humbly right typically but jake has found himself in an interesting position where he kind of is the villain of the internet a lot he has a lot of people who really dislike him and voice that and are super strong have that opinion and are super strong about it um, and when you have that much energy aimed at you for such a long time and you kind of prove mm. to the world, it's like and somebody in his, in his position, I'm not surprised that he threw his fit fucking fuck middle finger. Yeah. The, fuck the craziest thing about it like, is, that, is that Logan did the exact opposite and Logan had mm. that energy. Logan was being treated like Satan by the industry, by the media, by everyone on Twitter, etc. Well, I think and, it's a little different. And he fucking said, okay, and he started doing but things think, that were positive. But I think what's Logan, noticed... Well, uh, when you're faced with adversity, there's really no other option than to humble yourself and to kind of re- restructure what the fuck's going on. Like, reset. Full reset. Like, wh- how the fuck did I get to this point? Which was kind of Logan's, w- what Logan had to do mm. in that situation. Jake, w- Jake, Logan was coming off a huge L and Jake is coming off a huge W. You know what I'm mm. saying? But also, Jake's, but also Jake has had those adversities, but I personally believe that, because listen, as you know, me and Jake have historically not been seen eye to eye on a lot of stuff and we've had our little short shortcomings behind the scenes we're always fine for mm-hmm. the most part but um he's had those same kind of adversities that logan has he's had he's had major problems on the internet but i think that as a creator and as a business person jake is actually much closer to the way we operate which is don't give a fuck do, he doesn't really yeah. give a fuck right mm-hmm. and so like i think i think logan has aspirations of being the rock logan has aspirations Mm -hmm. of being the next you know globally known entertainer and superstar and i think jake doesn't really care as much about that stuff and would rather follow in the footsteps of somebody like a conor mcgregor or a or a villain of some sort you know and both of them are both they're they're so lucky to have each other at the end of the day because anytime almost anytime you bring up logan or a story about logan or what he's up to jake follows you know what i mean and vice versa and they're both massive. You know what I'm saying? They're mm. so lucky to have that. Yeah, it's great. And now they're spending, I think, honestly, like my absence has allowed Jake to rejoin. And I think they've been spending more time together, which you love to see. I mean, you really love to see yeah, that, course, to see right. brothers spending time yeah. together. And the, so it's the, like. The thing I like is that Jake, at least like his ridiculous level of confidence in this whole character that he's sort of putting on, at least it's fundamentally sort of based in him apparently being very, very good at this boxing really and taking is. it so seriously, Seriously, which yeah. is like. For him to be like a guy who, who had his whole come up and he became a millionaire by making these goofy ass vlogs <laughs> and doing these corny little brand deals and stuff. Like think about the way you thought about his content a couple of years ago. Yeah. And now, I mean, there's something very real about actually being able to beat the fuck, fuck out, out of people. Somebody, yeah. And that's what I find impressive is that he basically just did this pivot at some point and said, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm going to be excellent at this one thing. Now, we don't really know how good he is, I guess, because we've only really seen him mop the floor with people. But we could assume that well, he's pretty fucked. Good. Like, he's definitely yeah, really good. Me, he's definitely we, really good. Fun- yeah. Functional, structured, has the the training and has been putting a ton of work into it. And I think as it, um, what I'll be interested to see is 
just like anybody else who deals with uh, ego and that rise to to the top of a certain space, as he continues to mm. win, that uh, invincibility and that approach, we've seen a lot of people get fucking smoked by that type yeah. of thinking. And so I hope that he's able to stay within the uh, reins of what is like oak, like like real life, like keeping he's, two feet yeah, on the Yeah, kind of, yeah, because yeah. he's, he, he's pushing the line, but he's still, kind, like, the, even this shit with Floyd, mm. with taking Floyd's hat. Right. Floyd and TMT, those motherfuckers don't play around. Which A and, lot of and bad things could have happened happen. there, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he could have took a blow from a weapon. He could have took a, a fucking, like, he could have got actually hurt. Mm. And so, like, you, you just hope that he's able to keep it within some semblance of safeguards and not go too far outside of that. But, it, I mean, dude, you can't say that it's not fun to watch. Yeah, and I, I think he could weather an L. You know, I think if he gets, if he got beat by Ben Askren, it's like it wouldn't really be that tough to yeah. convince everybody like yeah I got, I got knocked out by a fucking fighter. UFC Probably. fighter yeah. big yeah. deal I'm gonna fight somebody else now I feel like he could he could easily do that I mean he's not what he's doing is not rooted in like truth it's rooted in him believing in himself so much yeah. that he's willing to challenge anyone you know and that's yeah. it's fucking awesome to watch and I think that even if he loses one it's not really gonna matter that much I guess the uh, that Tommy Fury dude and Tyson is that's his brother right Tyson Fury the okay, boxer yeah, yeah. they were like saying they were about to pull up on him in Miami and shit it's like I don't well, know it's the, not that's the type when you start of to to kind of creep into that six nine fucking well that's what I'm saying I mean like... he was like taking shots at Ireland and like putting the Irish flag <laughs> on the ground and it was like that was the kind of stuff where I'm just like like where's like the, the line that's what I'm is. saying like where does that line exist to where you're just like calling out the Diaz brothers in stock in in fucking uh Compton no not Compton in uh Stockton, Stockton. wait 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 here's what I want to know if Austin McBroom wins this shit, can we see Austin McBroom versus Jake Paul? Absolutely not. No? No shot. He's no, he's no because, chance? Nah, be, uh, maybe if the money was 100% right, but Jake has elevated it. Like, just like Logan mm. is fighting Mayweather, Jake's going that, but he's up that same ladder. Yeah. He's definitely a lot closer. Yeah, yeah but Jake's yeah. just going up that ladder to a point where I think he almost has to fight within the restraints of certain credibility. Right. And so it's like if he goes from Askren, who was a fighter, back down to McBroom, that's not what the people want to see. They want to continue but if to McBroom see him. McBroom takes the same kind of uh, route and climbs it and starts beating people. Or Bryce. Yeah. Or Bryce Hall. It would no be amazing yeah, to see right. them fight there's as well. No, there's no telling what's going to happen. A year from now, maybe, who knows, maybe Austin or Bryce are the fucking truth too and they work really hard, just as hard as Jake and they climb that ladder and then it's like it becomes this thing where they're both there's a right. huge draw from both, and they're both winning. There's that's always going to be a fight fights, to make for Jake. That's how fights happen. Because yeah. there's always going to be a fight for Jake. Because he could pull from tons of shit. He could fight like more of a, a lower level boxer. He could fight a UFC guy who's retired. He could fight a YouTuber, a TikToker, etc. Who do you? And think, it all makes sense. Do you have a prediction on on Austin versus Bryce? Honestly, I think that that's the biggest question mark. Yeah, because we don't know that much about honest, either of them as fighters. I huh? have the biggest question. I think it's the biggest question mark. Honestly, everybody I've talked to that's trained with them, and stuff, they're both completely have really almost no experience uh, outside of what they've been working at. Recently. I haven't seen this. The only thing that I've seen out of all of it, and and by the way, like I've had take I've taken some shots at this event. And, and now well, we're not I talking about the event. We're just talking about strictly no. I the know, fight. but it, it affects how much energy I put into watching the people train yeah. for it because whatever. But like the only thing I've really seen coming out of it is Taylor Holder. And Taylor Holder looks, looks like he good. can box. Yeah, Taylor that Holder motherfucker looks, looks like he's got some decent. Yeah. He's got some decent. And he's shots. been boxing his whole life. Taylor yeah. can't fight. And he Taylor hit me. Up. He hit me up. And I he's got the a FaceTime one ever, day, and he's like, "Yo, uh, my opponent backed out." What does you stepping in the ring with me look like? <laughs> and I go, it looks like 
you removing 15 years from my age. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bring me back to the crack days. Give me some crack and I'll fucking step in. The, but like, but he's like, well, honestly, like, what is the, what is the pet bag look like? Mm. Like he goes, is it like a few hundred or is it like a couple million? I was like, it's a couple million, bro. Like, I'm not going to train. I'm not going to go in there and probably definitely get my ass beat right. in front of people by a TikTok star unless it's going to be worth it. Because I got an email at one point and I actually even signed the NDA to discuss this, but they were trying to have me fight some fucking weird soccer guy or some shit. <laughs> and they were trying to offer me like 85000 no, And no. I start thinking about it like, you want me to train for three months no. and basically put my entire life on hold? Like, no. Like, it's just, yeah, I think if you haven't gotten sense. into it at this point, you're, you've missed the boat on this. I just like watch it as far as substantial, like because the the time is money. It is. We talked about that earlier in the show. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like you're gonna fucking go train, drop everything you're doing to make 85 mans and potentially get your ass beat in front yeah. of a bunch of people. And, and also they wanted me to meet at like uh, I was like 240 at the yeah. time, and this guy was like 180, and they're like, "Can you get to 210?" <laughs> and I'm like, "So you want me to start boxing from scratch and lose 30 pounds, and presumably also keep this business going?" I don't know. That's a lot to ask. That's for eighty five thousand dollars for eighty five Gs. And, and for, if eighty five thousand sounds like a lot to you, think about like twenty seven thousand per month, which yeah. still, I know it sounds like a lot, but think about it. my first thing I would do is hire a fucking striking coach. Yeah. And yeah. A, you know, all these people Coughing are going to have money. to get paid. Yeah. It's like right there. It's it's I'm doing it for free. Yeah, right, right, you right, know, right. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, right, but Bryce versus damn dude. I mean, listen, like Bryce is a very fired up individual. Scrappy motherfucker. Scrappy motherfucker. We'll fight somebody in the street. When, when Taylor Holder was screaming in Stromedy's face, I was like, damn, that is a fucking dude who is not scared of the bullshit. I like right, him, right, yeah. Right, right, right. But then Austin. Austin's got that like bravado and like the 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 I think he might have a little bit more power than Bryce. I think potentially. I think Bryce is the guy that's gonna hit you a few times. I think Austin's got a little bit more bulk. Does mm. is Austin weighs more than Bryce, I'd assume, right? I'm not sure. They're both, Bryce is a kind of big muscular dude. Play D1 though, you know? basketball. They're both athletes to a degree, yeah. right? Bryce is always working out and shit. He's a meathead fucking frat boy. But right. I actually just don't have an answer for this. What I, do you what no, about no, it's a question mark. I'm yeah. telling you. It's it that is the one where I genuinely it could go either they, way. They, they lost. Like, yeah, give no. me a first round knockout on either I side. I like that Bryce and all his friends. It seems to me like they just hang out and are just are hot together. Like they all got six packs. They it's all incredible. got beautiful heads it's of incredible. hair. Why don't we do that? We can. We bro, can get steroids, bro, guys. Bro, like we can be hotter. Dog, dog. Let me ask you a question really quick. You think all the three of us going to the club, the table section looks any different? We're gonna be with the same people. Like the same. I know, and that's fucked up part. This isn't shots at them, but. We we kick it with a with a solid crowd. Right. Yeah, he'll just he's that, like I'll just leave it at that. I'm that, not gonna listen, say any fucking. Listen, there's no dude. girls turning you down because you don't have a six pack. That's what I'm. Listen, <laughs> no, it's the that you. A lot of you guys, that probably is a thing. But for these guys, I don't really see it that way. No offense. We just have, we have fun and it's 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 fun. We, to change that drastically, like your lifestyle and stuff, you need a reason to do it, and we're making money and we're. But the, six foot fucking they're three, young. Laughing, they're young and they have fun. really great genetics. And yeah. I bet they're eating fast food and still look like yeah, that, probably, which is probably. the part that pisses me off. Because if I wanted drinking to look like shit. that, my whole life is going to have to be based around the looking like that. The big thing for me is drinking and part. I don't want to give that up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Those like, dudes, by the way, those dudes are all cool. Like, I don't they know. Cool. I, think I like them. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. maybe like we get a fucked up view on things because when these because when these people meet us, they're just like, yo, like, blah, 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 blah. Fuck with the show. Fuck with this. Fuck with that. 
It might be but like those an unfair people, assessment. Yeah, an unfair assessment. Saying, yeah. But like I, Bryce Hall, I've never seen. He's never said anything that seems sketch to me. Great like kid. he's yeah. always been cool to yeah. us. Like he, he'll, he'll. You know, we roll around with him sometimes, bring him to parties, whatever, when we're at, like, events. Like, when we were at the Jake Paul shit, he came, he showed up, threw down money on the fucking table. Like, mm. was, he just seemed like a good fucking kid. I got nothing bad to say about the kid. Yeah. So, it's like, I see and all... Taylor Holder, by the way, is a fucking Phenomenal saint. person. That kid, phenomenal behind, I don't person. know what Christian, people's opinions are. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't consume much of Taylor Holder's content. content. Yeah. But that kid is fucking so... He's religious. He's all about his family. His family's always around him. He's the nicest kid ever. He just fucking knocked out or knocked down um, Austin's brother right and the first thing he did yeah. was went and go helped him oh yeah they're they're so no, they are. he's such a fucking i think nice like they're an example of like those people where like a bunch of like p good people that are good on their own get together include alcohol and all of a sudden as a group they're not as like well behaved mm. or like every group yeah, of young, young men yeah, on earth facts, yeah facts exactly. you know what the thing i find so fascinating about it is that austin mcbroom has made ridiculous amounts of money from running this family channel and all that he really is like putting all that aside to basically come out here and just try to be a thug. You know, it's just so funny to me. And what you're saying too, that on the business side of that, it's something I've considered. Austin has made a shit ton of money. Shit ton of money. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's a businessman through and through. And that's kind of where I'm at with, with my side on the Austin versus Bryce, who's going to win thing. I genuinely don't think that Austin would ever do this or put this much effort and work into something that he wasn't 100% certain that he, he was, was going to win, win, at mm. least in his own mind. Yeah, because so that's, that's a devastating L for him if he does that's lose, you know? That's and he wanted this fight. Damn, he was tormenting oh no, Bryce that's what, that's to do so the fight. so much riding. That, I didn't that, even no, realize. That, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I do, I do think that. And um, I think that Bryce probably feels the same way in his mind, but that's why I'm taking him... I take them both super serious in it. I, and I genuinely, I don't have an answer for that question either. I wanted to see Duncan. And it's, that yeah, sucks. Doesn't that that suck? sucks. And I know people are kind of like tight about that. but It sucks because DDG's fighting somebody. I don't even know who the fuck they are. So I don't really care about that. And Danny, he, he's like the rapper on the card. You why know? isn't Danny? Well, oh, I DDG's, think it was just, fighting. DDG's fighting somebody, yeah. but I don't even know who it is. Jarvis like, face. Jarvis is on the card. Jarvis, yeah. Jarvis, I think fights, it was a, Jarvis is going to beat this kid's ass. Whoever you are, I honestly can't even remember your name. Probably a great kid, but Jarvis is fucking. <laughs> Jarvis is a solid kid. He's gonna he's gonna beat you up. It's gonna be. Yeah. I think it was just a deal thing with Danny. I mean, I mean, listen, like, Wasn't there's only money. a there's only a certain handful of influencers in this space that are monetized in an ugly fashion. Like, I mean, at a at a high fucking mm. level, clothing, brand, like whatever, right? Virginity like, Danny's rocks. making money. Now, Danny's, Danny's making. Money. making Money, dude. Yeah. Like you got Nelk, you got Danny, you got a couple other people that are just are just making millions of dollars, right? And so yeah. it was like, it was like, what were you gonna give to Danny that was gonna make it attractive for him to once again spend that time training, leave his channel, leave one of the most ferocious fan bases on the internet right now? Mm. It just, I think whatever it was just wasn't attractive enough for him. And Danny, dude, I, I, like, I, I say this all the time on, on podcasts. And every time I say it, he hits me up. He's like, yo, thanks for the kind words every mm -hmm. time. But that dude's in a league. He's in, he's in his own space. Right. He's got his own audience. He don't fuck with nobody. He don't want your collab. He don't want your clout. <laughs> he don't want your podcast. He don't want shit. Mm -hmm. He knows his fucking audience. He knows exactly what they want to see. And he fucking makes it week after you week. Gotta he respect is, that. He is yeah. heavily, heavily no, Danny's respected. A, Danny's individual. A good at YouTube. Yeah. He's a good. He's yeah. good. And he's good at, at I interviewed. YouTube. And he comes when from he wasn't, shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. When I interviewed him, I don't remember exactly where he was at, but he was so small. And he's actually asked me to delete that interview because <laughs> he said fucked up shit in it, I guess. Or he said stuff that he doesn't want on the internet. And I just told him, I'm like, bro, I can't just delete it. But... 
Someone's going to go pick I, it apart. Can, you're probably going to have to remove that part. I mean, no. I'm, I'm going to ask you. No, fuck that. No. I'm going to ask you the as an actual friend. Down. No, I'm going to ask you as an actual friend to remove that part. Really? Uh, they, hell yeah. Okay, that's not that's fair. Laura with the weather. Okay. So just so remove that part or like put a space mm. over it and then I'll just what about the day okay. interview? Yeah. Oh, anyways. Restart. Yeah. So he so he fucking no. He's crushing it. He's crushing it. <laughs> now I feel like such a dick, bro. No, I feel you though. Like you just don't want to like see your friends who are killing to get canceled over fucking nothing. Right, right, but right, at the right. same time, it's like I, I the idea kills me to think of like I did a fucking fire interview five years ago. The thing that was supposed to happen <laughs> yeah. is that you fucking blew up the interview that's why the interview's cool because yeah, it's old that's, and that's, before you blew up no, you're so it's right, like, no, right, I gotta take right. it down come that's on man I respect most about Danny too is that I, I met him when he was substantially smaller than he is now and he's always kind of He's just been like, well, because you, he, I'm, I'm me, and that's who I am. And he came up in a, in a in a nasty space. You know what I'm saying? He came up on that fucking, like, he was broke as fuck mm -hmm. and came up on that skate scene. Mm -hmm. And you know what that shit's like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a violent fucking fucked up scene. And so mm -hmm. now he carries that same energy into the into his videos now. You right. know what that scene looks like. Definitely. You know, it's people getting fucked up, partying, causing trouble, fucking shit up, breaking shit. And so it's like breaking shit. Breaking shit. <laughs> so it's just like it's like that. He's just another one of those people that's like bucking the trend of that like status quo. Like yo, I'm gonna play by your rules type shit. Definitely. So what? Guy, why don't you guys tell us about this new IP you guys are building? Just air it all out. Tell us the names, the copyrights, <laughs> every last detail. Thank you. No, honestly, it's not. It's not so much as like one individual thing as it is like a structure of things and pulling things together and. Just building the right team and uh -huh. um, and attacking the right opportunities, like we talked about before. And I love this, and this is a, definitely a place that I'm at in my life where it's it's insane that I'm turning down twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar deals, and um, you can't say yes to everything anymore. Mm. When I first started the internet, it's like when there was an opportunity for a business move or to make money, it was like yes, all right, sure. fuck it, let's 100%. try, it. like let's do that, let's try that, whatever. And now it's like you need to really fucking come correct. And I just want to improve on that on that mindset and that structure and just like, if we're doing fucking deals, I want them to be seven, seven figure deals. deals. Like I want, I want like. And we're know, already on to that. Yeah, no, we Big, are. Like in a we major are. way, like we ten times, ten twenty times. Oh, like, I told myself that this year I got the phase shit. I got like mm. my my net worth or whatever whatever my like assets are worth, whatever. But I told myself this year I want to make a hard fifteen million dollars. <laughs> Into my fucking bank. It's a yeah. target. Respect it's, for actually no, saying yeah, that. Facts, yeah. Well, it's no, I mean, target. it's just, it's just, I've always been the motherfucker who's done shit out of fucking love and and passion and all that stuff. And that stuff's not, I mean, it's not the healthiest thing for your fucking bank account. And I'm good. Like, I have money. I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I really do feel like it'd be really hard for me to fuck, fuck things up so bad that I ever had to, like, sleep under a bridge or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not worried about that part of it. But this year I am, and maybe it is that 30-year-old mark. I'm turning fucking 30 in October, mm. you know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm, I'm about to start transitioning into that, like, that fucking dad role where it's, like, what's gonna, what, am, what are my goals for, like, my family? Do mm -hmm. I want a family? Do I want kids? What I'm starting to look at houses to buy for, like, myself and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and when you do that, money is a thing, and I just, yeah. 15 M's. I'm on track. We're doing fucking good. We're here. We're almost halfway through the year. I'm fucking got a lot of money secured. And it's just like that. And just, I know where that 
that big money comes from and it's just it's building things it's selling your own products it's fucking or just like or just like certain sweet spots on the market currently yeah that are that like yeah. the one offer that you know that we're yeah. Yeah. no it's not i'm not even talking about crypto i'm just talking about certain things there are certain things that like if you're able to create those relationships and attach yourselves to certain uh opportunities in the market at the right time they're on that window is only open yeah. for a, a course of months before that window gets closed and if you can if you can execute on that opportunity it could be a multiple seven figure paycheck whereas normally you, you wouldn't be worth that level of money right and so mm. it's we don't have to get into what those industries are exactly but there's just certain well it's like it's, like, it's just natural it's, it's competitiveness versus like it's the it's the su supply and demand just economics 101 business 101 it's it's it, there's a product out there and there's a ton of that product and these products are all making a fucking shit ton of money like outside and a lot money, and, yeah. and a huge part of how they're making their money is by way of influence and promotion and stuff obviously that's what we can provide people right so you find those sweet spots and you find those those little niche markets and you fucking go in and you try to take some control rev shares or own some of the IP or fucking just get paid a fucking bag. You know what I mean? And that's we we when we first started talking about this, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, you're he, he's leaving, Lon he's breaking up with Lana and leaving Logan's to join a content house." Like he's gonna, like that, it was yeah, like yeah. a like it was like a TikTok house. Like, he's like already gonna, got a new yeah, content. House. Like I was gonna fucking start doing the moves and shit. But like people don't understand like the the high level strategic yeah. fucking business that like me or he like the people we meet with are like business veterans it's a business that have had house. multiple hundred million house. dollar exits but i don't even mean as it pertains yeah, to yeah, yeah. this pursuit yeah like those are the kind of that those are the kind of things that we do those are the kind of people that we meet with like oh we're going over to jimmy's house to talk about this that's jimmy Iveen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these are the kind of people that were, are are the people that are aiding in the building of the IP that are funding yeah. it. The the discussions around hundreds of millions of dollars of infusion to businesses now. But that's like this is what, not some fucking bullshit. That's, that, yeah. that's like, like what you have shit. to do to take being a YouTuber to the next yes. level. For sure, is like you can only make videos hanging out at your nice ass house with a bunch of For hot so girls long. and a bunch of the homies and stuff. To actually like show the story of building up a business and creating generational wealth through YouTube yeah. is like that's a compelling fucking and story. And it's a whole to me. content house thing. Like, if there's ever a motherfucker who knows what to do, what not to do, why it's beneficial, why it's not, it's me. I fucking started this shit. Mm. Yeah, Face House, OG cloud, New York Face House, was one of debatably the first fucking hardcore YouTubers coming together, living in the house, whatever. Um, it's just a model that works if mm -hmm. done correctly, and if your focus is on the is is on the right shit, um, it's just it's obvious. Like if you're by yourself, if you're floating by yourself, and, and shit goes wrong for you, you take a dip or you lose relevance or whatever the fuck, then it's it's hard to climb back up on it. When you're surrounded, you have that net and that Engine. web of fucking. Yeah. This motherfucker is the biggest Twitch streamer, and this and girl's he's huge the, on YouTube. This girl's the biggest big on, girl yeah. on Instagram, and all and, that feeds and, on each other. Yeah. And we're all working off each other and working together and, and showing up on each other's platforms. Like it's a lot harder to fall from something like that. Do you know what that? Do you know what the mornings look like at that? Like when it's me, Banks, Aiden, Rice, something like, bro, you stick a camera crew on that shit. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like the, it's incredible. It's hilarious. And we have content, spots bro. too. We have like a fucking three or four spots uh, to. We're one to two. Buddy, we're listen. running a little low mm. on space. 
to be Relax. honest. And we're and it's and we're looking for other like actual create that have already established a yeah, base. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We're not trying to put motherfuckers who want to go to the next take that. That's exactly who we're targeting to. By the way. The motherfuckers, because I, I'm not gonna name names. It's just, it's just not anybody's business, and they're not here to talk about it. But there's mother, and people see people with fucking 10 million followers on Instagram or fucking uh, 10 million subscribers on YouTube, and they think automatically that that number equates to Relevance. wealth and, mm. and just success, conversion, and, and all that shit. Yeah. That's just not how it works at all. Yep. I've met people with. 10 million followers on Instagram who are broke. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they have this tool and this fucking, they really have a product in themselves, but they just don't know how to Monetize. apply it the right way, yeah. whatever. And those are the people that we're looking for. What you just said, you're a fucking YouTuber. You're making, you're, you're one of the, those big fucking TikTok motherfuckers who still lives at home in Houston. Hmm. Um, you want to take it to the next level and you want to apply it to come to death and, row and make and make fucking tech come to death come row. to death you don't want your your man's all up in the videos come to death row that's how we're gonna be in a couple hey, of months is the vibe different at the house now that you have aiden ross like sucking off blue face on twitch and shit dude Aiden, no every, it's, it's aiden the reverse the everybody's sucking him off yeah, bro. <laughs> i know dude, isn't it crazy the fucking king right now Yo, you bro. know these labels Wild. are sitting down with their artists being like listen like you gotta meet up with aiden ross can you dm him can you just try to play up like that's gonna move some albums you know we 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 love it though because it gives us it, it honestly already feels like i have a son mm. like we sit there and the shit that comes out of this kid's yeah, mouth just makes you like you know i remember that show kids say the darndest things yes. yeah. where the kids would just say dumb shit like what do umbrellas do <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that he says and you're just like you double take you're yeah. like dog he's you a kid actually, he's, he's a kid, a kid. He's like a kid. literally and so we love that because someone we can mentor him we can was having a real serious conversation no. about like what's going on in like the middle east right now <laughs> um and he came into the conversation. He's like, "What's Palestine?" Yeah, he was being and you dead, just got and you just you know, it's no, it's no, it's no ignorance. Like, he just doesn't know. And then he sits down. He's eating his fucking cereal, and we're <laughs> explaining to him what's going on. And we're having a real conversation and just teaching our son. Yeah, we're like, life. I mean, just yeah. since you're Jewish and all, you probably should know about <laughs> these things. No, I didn't even think about that part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's like this, but it's it's really is like we get just a, a chance to mentor. And honestly, like as fucked up as it sounds, it or, or you know, it sounds to me to say it feels almost like. A son, bro. Yeah. And we want to protect him. Put a little brother, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, but back to like the the business side of it. That's the side that because it is a little bit more niche. I don't ever really get the opportunity to dive into. But like, it is so. It's so interesting to sit at the highest yeah. level yeah. of this business shit and to be in, to be fully invested in the landscape of like. Oh, that dude just dropped fifty million into Beast's new yeah. Uh, in, yeah. influencer infusion it's thing. Cool. Now he's sitting with me, trying to offer me, you know, whatever amount of M's for a percentage. Like, this shit's crazy. Like, it there's is. a lot of money. Like, you see people that are like, oh, like I did a hundred thousand for a merch drop, or like I'm I just signed a five hundred thousand dollar deal with Blue Chew, whatever the fuck it is, right? Mm -hmm. Which is that's cool, like, but that's it's the cool, but it's level. scratch. Like, yo, yeah. there are billionaires. Have we're having meetings with these motherfuckers? Yeah. Like, they want to drop hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. in this space because they all understand that influencer is the next coca-cola mm. phase banks or phase in general could be the next lvmh mm. phase clan could be the next group that starts merging and acquiring other groups and becoming a fucking monolithic monolithic organization in the future like that's where this shit is headed like people wall street 
these investors, all these people, they want to see us think big. Mm. They want, they don't care about a fifty million dollar exit anymore. They want the fucking, they want a two and a half, three billion dollar exit. What you, what he just said is absolutely the truth. The seeds are being planted everywhere, and the next, these next like marquee fucking Nike type brands, they're going to come from the internet. Mm. Yep, yep. In 2021, the internet runs shit. That's just how it works. From watching the Nelk shit and just seeing what they're yes, doing at full send, it's like emerging in my brain of like, yes, oh, fuck. And like, listen, that's real fucking hardcore IP. Like these yeah. kids, as long as they don't fuck it up, they're set for life and on a different level. And I'm talking mm. about you get to a point where you can buy cars and a house and shit, that's tight. When you can start buying fucking boats and planes. Not even just buying businesses. Buying businesses like, yeah, and, yeah, like acquiring fucking like, like generational wealth because like that literally is like, I mean, I've, I've been on calls it's, lately it's with people that crazy. are, you know, first investors, Facebook, I'm not going to say any names, but like first investors, Facebook, first investors, Venmo that are like, yo, we've set aside a hundred million dollars that we want to start to infuse into buying the per, per buying the perpetual income of influencers. Wow. So so like yo, we you're currently making call it three and a half million dollars a year. We anticipate this level of growth over the next thirty years. We're willing to write you a check right now for nine million dollars for five percent of your future revenue. Because they know, so so everything. So like they're like, yo, so literally what you're gonna see over the next five to ten years is as opposed to the side men, for example, getting, you know, three hundred thousand dollars on the last drop. They're gonna get acquired for 300 million yeah, and KSI yeah. is gonna put 150 M's in his bank. Like yeah, those yeah, days yeah. are right around the yeah. fucking corner. Wow. I promise you, I, I promise right you. It starts next half. Decade. It always starts, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all starts, it all starts um, small. Like you, all, this is already happening and there's companies that are buying like uh, your residual views on YouTube. That's sure the you start. Got, I'm yeah. sure you guys yep, have of course. up about that shit. Really? Have you not? No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll buy like, so if you can provide some views. sort of like uh, reverse facing uh, ad revenue uh, look, they'll then base some sort of growth model to predict your revenue forward facing and they will pay you in advance for your future revenue. Like so a right. retainer like, like, or, or like, what's the word? What, what it's like an advance. An advance. Yeah, an advance. That's the word. So right. it's almost like a the more record approach. So they'll be like, oh, we anticipate we'll give you a gonna... million dollars, but we own your residual views right. for the next year. Like two you get that month payment up front, but we get all your residual right. views for the next year. This is my first time that I had an attorney review my MCM deal. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that they negotiated was just like a big ass advance up front. So then like yeah. basically that's not like they own it in per per perpetuity yeah. but it's like all of our you know for x amount of time that we were paying our, our youtube inventory into this and it's like well it actually, i never would have thought of that but that's exactly what rappers do yeah. when you hear a rapper got a seven million dollars deal they give them seven million dollars and then you just have to work to pay, to it, pay off, it off yeah. exactly. which is like exactly. that doesn't seem that attractive to me because like that's so well, if you don't variable, that, if you, don't you know? Need, if, and if you don't need that, but it's, it removes the risk because it's like, oh, yeah. if I fucking fall Fuck off, off tomorrow, at least I got the bag. At least I got the bag. And um, for them, the long term, if they, if they do it enough times, mm. then the averages will all, you know, and right. they spread themselves the numbers, out. They're going to make more money than they but, spend. But what, so it makes sense for them. The labels, they have infinity money. So they sign and 5 well, million fucking the, artists and then 499 million of them fall off. And, and the, the other the ones day, work we're out. All, we're all individuals. And some of us, it might be attractive to accept like a $2 million deal up front to then take and turn into more money or invest in another part of your business exactly, or whatever yeah. the fuck. That upfront you know cash I mean? can just open the yeah, fucking world. Yeah, but they're also, yeah. it's less risky. It's all that. So for an individual, it 
makes sense for them it makes sense it's a it's a it's a good model but like so we look at so we're looking at the two to five year term and talking about two to five year term right now on the show uh-huh. but there's guys out there the guys that have those funds set up that are at 10 to 20 year yeah, outlook yeah. those are the guys they're way, they're way ahead of us and so whereas they predict your your revenue for the next 10 years they're like okay we can buy this chunk of his revenue for the next 10 years what they might not be telling you is they're also to, to own 5% of your revenue for the next 30 years, they're betting that in 10 years, Adam 22 is going to go public yeah. as a coin or as a fucking SPAC or, or, as, or, or and, no and, jumper is going to be no, fucking uh, an IP that could be yeah, sold. Yeah, yeah. So like, so like, whereas you're like, well, wow, they're getting 5% of my revenue, which is $10 million. And they're giving me $2 million. They don't want you to be worth 10 million in, in 10 years. Mm. They want you to be worth 200 million yeah, in 10 yeah. years because you went public. And because influencer became company, like people bought stock in Adam 22. Mm. And then they it's just very buy, interesting. When you walk into the club and you're like, yeah, well, my my shares are trading at five hundred dollars like fucking Tesla right now. And who gives a fuck how many Instagram followers I have and people be able to look it up. Oh shit, Mike is trading at seven hundred dollars now. He was at fifty last year. What the fuck? Big cloud's the start of it. And so, bro, that is where we are headed. That is where we're at. I feel like I'm in the Facebook in that social network movie. No, no, it's real. One billion dollars because that's where we're headed. Well, that's like we honestly are going. That's the thing about where we're all at. It's really exciting for me, and this is what was so attractive about the internet for me even 10 years ago. This is the beginning of something brand new, mm. and, to be so, and to be so intimately connected and intertwined with it, and just to learn so much and to know so much more about the space than anyone else, it puts you in like a seriously advantageous position. I mean, it's massively you advantageous. Can't even, you can't even attach a number to it. Mm. As long as you move the right way and you fucking make the, make, make the right decisions, it's, we're talking about and fucking, you can make, fuck, these numbers are not, it's not that far, far-fetched. I met incredible people through Logan, obviously, and, you know, he's tied in with a certain, you know, people in the funding space, and these people, and those people, and now befriend became friends with them but now like to also start to meet the people that are involved in phase mm, like yeah. have that have dumped 20 million dollars yeah, into fucking like thing. and those two worlds intertwining plus the people i bring from my background and it's like there's a lot going on dude and this there's is a ready, lot going this is on. something to think about how many of these like fussy tube vitali um characters uh prank versus prank jesse wellens these people were tremendously uh successful in the early days of YouTube, 10 years ago, they were yeah. like the Mount Rushmore, like, holy fuck. And you're hearing about them making fucking $10,000, $20,000 a month. And this is the, this is the new, this is the new thing, YouTube, whatever. Now these motherfuckers who sat in that boat and were at the top of the fucking food chain, making all this money, like unimaginable amounts of money at $20,000, $30,000 a month at that time. Fast forward. Now the people that are in that that same position, that same seat, are making millions. Some in the yeah. millions yeah, of dollars, yeah, right? For sure. You naturally. I mean, this YouTube shit, this internet shit, social media shit, it's not going anywhere. Mm. It's only getting bigger. We see it. It's, the growth has been exponential. You have to automatically assume that that's the way the trend that is going to continue. Yeah. So we're tripping if we don't think that in fucking the next ten years. In ten years, what does that exponential growth look like financially for the motherfuckers, for the Addison Rays of the world, and the mm. PewDiePies and the Logan Pauls? What does that look like for them? My goal is to still be in, you know what I mean, that sphere <laughs> right. of, and when that happens, because you know what I mean? we're talking about five figures. T- now we're at seven, seven figures. Ten, I want to be. Yeah. I want to be at that. Yeah, I want to be yeah. in that ten figure. It's just. It's just. This is we. Lee, see, uh, the face CEO. He always call. He always says that we're at. Uh, we're in what's called influencer 2.0. Mm. The last. The last realm of influencer 1.0 was like figuring it out. Like how am I growing my followers? What brand deals Internet am I doing? Adsense brand deals. Yeah. Mm. Two. Two. Exactly. 2.0. 
is what we're just entering building into now, business, building business and IP. Who is gonna be the first person to exit? I have my money on Beast. The dude is on a fucking level that no one else is on. Mm. He's building out multiple IPs. My money's IPs. on FaZe Clan, by the way. Well, okay, an or that's an org. I'm sorry, I meant an individual. An individual yeah. Yeah. My money's on EDP. Oh, no, nah, I don't think that's going to happen, man. God dang, dude, you really had to say that shit. Um, but but, but like, obviously, like, Beast with, with the burgers, with his clothing, with whatever it is that's going to be the one that is the initial exit. Mm. Phase is already set up for that to happen. I mean, that's going to happen in the next six months. I never had a Phase burger. Facts. Yeah, maybe you guys need to think about that. Dude. I had a so Beast Burger. I didn't actually, about. but I could. I had so I no, order one right now. Quite, it was quite good. I'm not taking anything away from Jimmy. That kid is legend. Very much the Elon Musk equivalent to our fucking like this this space. In and this and me and you are in a group chat with him, and we media. get to see what the fuck is going on <laughs> in his head all the time. I love and that group chat. You it's three mega are motive. In a, that is the no, it's not. Oh, just sorry. We, we should not share any more information because yeah, okay, I feel like that is a it's proprietary. Weird. It's kind of like a little bit of like a um. Like an the Illuminati. Illuminati like <laughs> oh, you told table. me about. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. But just seeing what Mr. Beast is thinking about on a day-to-day basis, it's like, oh, I mean, this it's out of here. This dude's gonna level. win. No, bro. he's not, bro. Level. He did a billion yeah. views last month. Yeah. He's dog, fucked. dog. He did a billion views last month. It was either last month or the month before, and yeah. probably did and it Jimmy's again. The the go. He's the greatest YouTuber. And he and he's also surrounded by like, because at the end of the day, a lot of it comes down to your team too. Who you thinking with? Who you're collaborating with? Like. Reed, like some of these people that he is working with are equally fucking yeah, smart. No, Reed yeah. Is, Crazy yeah, that's team. what I'm saying. Reed's a fucking, Reed's a fucking very smart person. And they tried, they tried to cancel Mr. Beast, and they, they found like one guy who said that he used the word retarded, and then right, they right. like he tweeted the word fag one time like four right. years ago, and like that's that's when all they could, like when he was like that's 13, all they could find. Yeah. He's always been a great kid. Did you guys ever see that He's video? He's squeaky clean. And listen, listen. This, this can't, fucking, can't, you can't find listen, any listen, dirt on This him. fucking kid has always wanted to be a fucking YouTuber so much so, and he's always believed in himself that he made a video. Yes. He looks totally different. He made a video like five years the, ago. Yeah, yeah. A video to myself, a message to myself. Mm. Crazy. I just hit 500 subscribers on YouTube. Um, these are all my goals. To me, in five years, hopefully, um, we'll be at... Hopefully a million subscribers. This motherfucker's turning the corner to a fucking hundred million subscribers. But like, that's a beautiful fucking video Amazing. to watch. And it's honestly, kids watching, anybody watching that wants to fucking achieve anything in life, you have to take that approach. Mm. This kid sat in a fucking, you know. Manifest. A Counted to modest. a million. He said yeah. Logan Paul for 24 hours straight. He read the dictionary. Oh yeah, right? Logan Paul, Remember that? Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan oh Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul. But he's listen, still he crazy, man. Every, Did you see the video where he sat in the ice chamber for yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. two days or some yeah, shit? Yeah. I'm like, bro, you don't have to do this. Like, But he, he it's like a religion to him wants, to make great content. Yes, It's not enough for him to be made making millions of dollars a, a month. He's on a totally different thing. He wants to be the biggest, the best, the greatest. He wants to fucking shake the fucking earth beneath him. You know? I just don't it's even look enough. at him as like a for me, creator. He's. I look at him as a scientist. Yeah. I'm not kidding. No, like is, an algorithmic. He, is. he, is. he, is like he just has, because like, you know, like, you don't really look at him as like an entertainer. Like you don't turn on his, like his stuff and you're just like cracking up, laughing, blown away. He just has figured out the approach to YouTube so well to make the videos so interesting in their approach that you have to watch yeah. them. It's like if you woke up every day and you lived your life 
to be the greatest YouTuber of all time, then you would be like. Mr. Beast because yes. clearly every yes. decision points to that. <laughs> yes, yes. And exactly. it's kind of mind blowing because you just, we've seen so many people who made some pretty good content, but at some point the, the incentives fuck them up. Oh, I'm going to post every day. And it's not even money. Money isn't yeah. even a driver for him because for a lot, a lot of time he was spending more money on his videos than yeah. he was making yeah. on them. He just had that vision. And he understood and saw that that worked. And it's like, he's on a totally different trajectory. He, mm. he, that motherfucker wants to just. And now he's got all these other channels and I haven't even really tapped in with most of them, but Game, he's got the gaming, gaming the philanthropy. Yeah. So he's making way more content than probably even a lot of his fans know about. But all those channels are like the fastest growing channels yeah, on no, YouTube right now. Like Beast Gaming and shit. Yeah, no, he's mm. fucking on a, kid's a sick fuck. Can like, we get him in the content house for one day? The oh, I call it the content you wanna, house. You guys want to hear my biggest Make fuck? Make him fuck 80. You guys, guys want to hear my biggest, <laughs> my biggest fuck up, biggest misstep of all time? I still just know that it wouldn't have ever worked long term. When me and Rice originally started this clout gang shit, I, and I, I missed on him twice. Oh, Mr. Beast fuck, was really? the biggest phase fan. But, dude, what, what can you do? Like, yeah. when it, but that five years ago type video, he was a huge phase fan. Would have joined phase in a second. Wanted to be a part of phase. You know what I mean? It just... He wasn't a gamer, and at the time we specifically just played Call of Duty, shit like that, you know what I mean? Whatever, okay, I can deal with that. Cloud Gang starts up, we start the Cloud House, the house comes and visits, he stayed there for a few days, um, and he wanted to join Cloud Gang, and he wanted, wow. to, join, oh my he God. wanted to join the house and all that shit, and um, we just didn't, it, it wasn't like completely off the table, because he was a substantially like yeah. sized guy, nothing compared to where he's at now, but it's just like, wasn't that he's a great kid and we're not. You can know? you imagine in can <laughs> you imagine like, in some alternate universe Jimmy had joined Clout Gang and he was clout No, it wouldn't be he was clout beast and he started dating Tessa Brooks, bro. Mm. Then they were always out going to the club and he went down a deep dark path in Hollywood and became like one of those fucking like constant club goers wore a jean jacket with like weird shoes. And then bounced back, ditched all the fucking partying, all the girls, all that shit. Started training to become a YouTube boxer. <laughs> Box beat fucking. up Jarvis. Beat the fucking no, snot Logan, out Logan, of Logan. Logan. Logan, Logan. It was Logan versus Phase Beast in one of the most un <laughs> in one of the most unprecedented boxing matches ever. It's funny. There's a universe like that that exists. Do you think there's? You think there's a simultaneous like other universe? We're, we live in a simulation. Parallel. I feel like if I try to think about it, it's gonna break my brain. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Lana probably. started to move into that shit recently, really? and started like at the very end of uh, like I was talking, started to talk about like string theory, parallel oh, universes, really? and shit. Like, which honestly, like, what she started talking about sooner is quite interesting. I yeah. remember reading books about string theory and just like making it to like page fifteen and just being like, okay, yeah, I don't <laughs> think my brain's ready for all this. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. It's a little too it's much for me. But yeah. it's just I feel like it's so like another it coping mechanism to like deal with the the like the fact that you like are fat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm fat. I wonder what's going on in another universe. <laughs> you know? Maybe I can blame like, it on I'm that. Not, yeah, like I'm not gonna work out today. I think I'll figure out like if to boil my simulated to self basic, is doing better. A basic thing in my basic belief because I actually truly do 100% believe in sim theory. Mm. I do believe that this is a simulation, or that there's a astronomical there are astronomical odds that it is for the simple fact that. And this is how it's broken down. And this is what Elon Musk believes too. And I think that he's a lot fucking smarter than I am. So I tend to like follow what smarter people think about these things. Yeah. But if you, we, we already see like what, what we've been able to accomplish with technology in, in terms of like AI and fucking um, s simulate, just simulations in general. Like what video games look like today, Grand Theft Auto versus Pong, fucking Pong mm. back in the day. Um, if you think that humans could ever accomplish and, and reach a technological like feat 
to the point where we could kind of re-simulate the fucking universe and put all these codes in place for people to feel a certain way. And because at the end of the day, even um, not even even beyond AI, like below AI, like these things are programmed to think certain things and feel certain ways and do certain jobs. That's just how technology works, and it's all based on math. Yep. And if you think that human beings could eventually flip a fucking switch and kind of recreate a universe, but for what re- for what point? Because it's, not, not even because human, by the way, no, not, no, by the so way, not because a lot of the thoughts because a lot of the thought around it is that somewhere in the infinite landscape of space or outside of where we are in an even greater landscape of space, there's a superhuman yes. civilization okay. that has yes. reprogrammed based on certain calipers yes. Yes. to a, a civilization they could play with. I'm just and so to, we, we right, at the end yeah. of the day yeah. become the Sims and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm being controlled right now to say the following thing. You know control, what I'm saying? Like, not, it doesn't have to go that fucking deep, but it's like, not even humans. Like, like we have to assume that we're a very average, we have a very average star and a very average planet. We're in an average spot in the fucking universe. And I would like to assume that I'm a very average fucking um, creature, a very average life form. And you can't even somewhere, on the other, somewhere on the other side of the universe, there's a fucking race of, of aliens that have existed for millions and millions of years beyond us that are so far technologically advanced than we are that they could press a button and fucking re-simulate all this shit, re-simulate the Big Bang, take off. And at the end of the day, all of space and fucking everything that we move, everything is based on math. Everything, gravity and fucking speed and light and weight and like everything boils down to numbers and code and like... That's how you get to the fucking root of a lot of this shit. And if you think that anywhere in the fucking original Big Bang universe, someone figured out how to recreate that in a simulation, hmm. then you have to assume that they would recreate, they could recreate it infinitely, or that simulated universe would then find out how to simulate the universe. And, simulate, and it's just an infinite millions and millions, billions and billions of simulated universes. So you either, if you believe that that's possible, which I do, I mean, look I at, just think look it's at even us. Like, it's more equally, likely than not is like the no, main thing no, about so simulation theory. I think it's, I think it's if equally, there's no, infinite I think it's universes, equal. then it's more likely than not that we're that one of the universes. It's more, no, it's more likely than not that technology is responsible for what we, what, technology beyond what we can grasp. That, I don't, I no, don't agree. Dude, I think, let me it say, is. let me say my fucking point. Say I your think, fucking I think, point. I think, I think, Get I, think loud. I think you have to be agnostic to the idea that the plausibility of it going either way is equal. Mm. I, I listen to me for a second. There is a, cl- there is a clear path from caveman to right now that is fully trackable, that fully explains every piece of technology that we've seen. It's not like some miraculous computer system came out of nowhere in the middle of fucking Nevada and, and, and is unexplained. So what I'm saying is this, you can track the, the trajectory of technology on our, on our planet that has all been provided by people who have lived here. So why would it be more likely that somehow we've been because, regenerated? Because how do people predict things in transit? How do people predict what's going to happen? Mathematics, people analytics. Do it, people do it all the time. And trends of the past. You see how, where we've came from caveman to where we're at in a very short amount of time, mind you, in the grand scheme of things. The mm. universe is fucking, what, 14 billion years old? Humans have existed for what? A half a million years? I don't, th- I don't think, not that long. Or a caveman. Yeah. Probably not even that long. Okay? No, no, it's only, but it's only been you- like 10 that. No, no, don't say that. Well, don't start. Don't, how I, humans have well, like, well, hold on a sec. Like, I thought B- Jesus BC, started it. Yeah, that, no, stop. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So watch, I'll tell you right now. 
How old am I? My only, my only point in saying that is how for a fraction long? of time we've existed and look at what we've managed to accomplish with technology. 300,000 years, Mike. We got to pull might, that. No, that. yeah, that's not. It is, it is, it is. 10,000? 300,000 yes. years. I don't know why. They were why, building the pyramids 10,000 years why, ago. I don't know why I was looking. I thought about BC. That was may have been my dumb. Well, I mean, who, you said half a million. Oh, that's well, closer. Way You're way closer than yours. You're way closer. We got to teach Mike how to count. No, I'm like, I had an Aiden Ross moment. Dude, I thought of, I thought like, I don't know why I thought of like 2,000 years BC, because that's after the Listen, death. Listen, don't And then I was me. like, maybe there's like another 8,000 before. My point, Mike, my, yeah. no, because I actually really want to drive this point to you. My point is, look at what we've managed to fuck, look where we've managed to go. If you think that at some point in the fucking 14 billion years that someone somewhere figured out a way to improve technology so much that they could install feeling and a sense of consciousness, because consciousness still to this day is one of the greatest mysteries of science. Mm. Nobody understands Not how consciousness yeah, yeah. works. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's it's an it's an you can't look at it. There's no way to to track it. It makes absolutely no sense scientifically, even to this day to us. Mm. Why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we assume that just like everything else around us, it it's based on a code, math, something is happening? If somewhere, I mean, who the fuck knows what the original universe looks like? But technology clearly is a thing. We can create things that have almost have feeling and thought for themselves and AI, all that shit. If you think that at some point in that fourteen billion year time span of the original OG fucking universe that someone could press a button and create an infinite number of them. I believe that that's, that that's way more likely than not, whether humans ever existed or not. I just have a problem I with, I just have likely. a problem, I just have a problem with the more likely because like the, the theory of like Occam's razor, for example, right? Like the, the, the most easily to explain theory tends to, or, or out of the two theory tends to be the right one. Mm -hmm. We have absolutely no proof that leads us to believe that what you're saying is true. Okay, I just okay. think no, in no, no, time no, no. we will invent simulations. It seems inevitable, right? I'm not saying, saying, right? saying, yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong, I, but I'm just I saying I really like, think that's such a small minded approach, Mike. And I'm, I'll tell you why Occam's theory, what would Occam's, Occam's theory, razor, yeah. whatever fucking yeah. say about what humans, how humans explained life 10,000 years ago. It was that's all religion. Not, that's not how, it was all, that's not how, that's, was but that's Wait, not time how, out, time the, out. Occam's razor. What, when the first motherfucker came out and said, guys, by the way, the flat ground that you walk on, this is flat to us. It looks flat to us. When you look at the landscape, it looks flat. Our little brains, our little fucking minds uh, perceive where we're walking. We don't, do you feel like you're walking around this fucking globe when you're walking around? No, there's a curvature to the fucking earth. We know sure, that now. Sure. The first motherfucker who came out and said the world is flat is flat is a globe. Oh, oh with the first yeah first one motherfucker that motherfucker was getting stoned to death what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> this and that no seriously yeah, I know though that, I know. and occam's razor would have said what's more easily to explain before science existed and no it's a good point yeah it's a good point it's way easier to explain that the earth is flat yeah but it, it is seems like round. yeah but it but seems it's like it's, it seems like the argument on your part now is, is simply for the sake of saying that it's more likely because no, there's no the proof. There's the no proof to, to support not, it. It's not. There's the no sake. evidence to support it. It's not the sake. It's it's. There is evidence just by, just by the tr the, the human history, the trend of human history, technology specifically grows at an exponential rate. Every time there's a technological breakthrough, it makes way for other technological breakthroughs. And what I'm saying is, look where the fuck we're at right now in technology. Yeah, but what makes like, you think that we hit either some sort of singularity or some sort of point in that technological growth or some other civilization did that, that 
it proves or provides evidence to support the fact that they then recreated or respawned other societies. Because we're close. The thing is, okay. we're very close Th to that. This point. is what could stop it: is humans. If human beings, at some point, like the way that it is with cloning, if at some point society decides this technology is too dangerous and too destructive, and we're going to basically like put limitations in place so that people can't just create simulations of the world, and that that like that that would somehow be Maybe like outlawed at some point. That, but listen, Maybe. Well, everything about the universe is ginormous and. An almost infinite, right? right? I believe that there's almost an infinite amount of life spread out throughout the universe. Right. As humans, we cannot fucking wrap our heads around how big the universe is. It's bigger than the, if you compare a grain of sand to the to our just to the sun, the universe is bigger than that. Yeah, in comparison yeah, for to sure. Our plane. For sure. Like, it's fucking. It's an infinite. You it's you infinite. Literally it's can't infinite. wrap your mind around it. Yeah. And life is clearly possible. We're all here, so I have to assume that life exists, exists elsewhere elsewhere for sure and i would just assume just because it's it's best to assume if you have no information to work off it's best to assume that you exist in the average mm. i would say that we are probably an average planet with average life existing on it etc etc so the motherfucker there's probably a shit ton of planets with little worms on them and shit no like actual you know what i mean sure sentient but then you think on the other end, on of, the the other end of the spectrum yeah. there's motherfuckers who super intelligent who their their children can come in and fucking they they can do mathematics on the level of Stephen Hawking at birth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, for real though. And it's just, dude, what we managed to do is, and we're fucking dumb, bro. We're dumb. We're dumb. We're monkeys. We're what, apes. What what you said about out? It, it, I hear what you're saying. It's good. It's great speculation. What you were saying about outlawing uh, technology or techno or technological growth. What's more likely, which is scary, is so people don't really talk about this that much, but. The current trajectory of AI and the current trajectory of, of uh, more importantly, super intelligence, SI, is leading to what could potentially be the singularity, right? And so, and so as opposed to uh, governments and organizations, as opposed to governments outlawing this growth of technology, they're actually the highest wealth individuals in the world that are trying to create safeguards against Re the singularity. Up, now, let me just say this like, one ready? thing. Hold on, I wanna say this one yeah, thing really go. quick. Just to have you understand this, Adam. Right. <laughs> okay. We we are coming close to our time. Yeah, right? yeah. Just that our, shit, yeah. I have to do this a live podcast at six. So maybe maybe like 15, no. 20 minutes here before we can sort of squeeze Ready this in. For this okay, listen, yeah. last thing I'll say on it. Imagine we started we've started to create super intelligence, and everybody's like, oh, that super intelligence is safe. It lives inside a what they call a sandbox. Mm -hmm. They're called sandboxes. They're inside these super secure facilities. You cannot bring a cell phone into the facility. Mm. But one day some motherfucker brings a cell phone in and they forget to turn their cell phone off. And that super intelligence that has been fostered in that sandbox mm. inside this ultra safe facility and taught to learn. That's all it's been taught to do is learn on its own has learned a way to get into that cell phone and to network itself into the real world, uh. okay? What will happen is su the superintelligence will look at the human race, not with some sort of moral compass and saying like, wow, do I spare these guys? Like they seem to have been here for a while. Like what should we do here? You should look at superintelligence as a contractor laying the foundation for a home and us as a fucking anthill. 
in the way of that foundation? Do you think they're going to stop and say, hmm, I wonder if I should stop laying the foundation? They're going to pulverize that shit in an attempt to grow and expand as quickly as possible. That is the singularity. The day that superintelligence becomes more powerful, smarter, and more intelligent than, the, than it's, it's going maker. to happen. It's going. It's, it's, and Elon, it's Ma- and going. Elon Musk, last thing, Elon Musk, Facebook, yeah. the guys that, you know, all of those super wealthy individuals are creating safeguards against the singularity. They're and against trying the, to. Oh, they're, they're trying, trying to. to. It's, 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 it's probably realistically too late. That's my belief. Um, I think I'm a believer in the, the evolution is going to take its course. And if the next stage of evolution is robots running around and running shit, then that's just the case. But listen, listen, what you just said, though, what you just said kind of makes my fucking point for me, Mike. It really does. Because in, in AI, uh, there's so many videos on it. I encourage everybody to watch and really like try to wrap your head around how smart potentially a fucking little like Alexa-sized computer could really be. And Mike, what, what do you think that AI could fucking easily, much more easy than a human could figure out a way to... Well, let's figure out what the greatest route is for our universe because we just want to do the best. We've been programmed to learn and do and just just master everything. Let's simulate the universe an infinite amount of times and pick which one is the best and then make ours like that. No, or <laughs> or like, to your point, or <clears throat> matrix style create little batteries. We run around and all of our running creates energy that they're able to siphon off for their whole well, that's planet. What but that's what I'm saying though. Like, like that's, it's just fucking, and we're dumb humans who will probably live in a very average like sphere in the grand scheme. And I just fucking think that at some point someone's gonna press a button and create a bunch of fucking universes. I really think that that's the case. On a final note, just to drop back, cause I know Adam wants to do this live stream. What we're saying here, what we're saying here not is, that that, not this. is that somewhere out there 10, 15 years ago, some super intelligent, hyper vigilant life form created forced, Bryce Hall. forced banks, <laughs> forced, Hall, forced yeah. banks to fuck a Gatorade bottle lodged mm. inside of a bed. It's not forced, man. It's, <laughs> or, just, or it's a simulation. Let's take every little variable and just change it a tiny bit and just see what that one looks like. Change it a tiny bit. Let's let's raise gravity to this level and change that and let's let's make the universe a little bit bigger and let's do that and, let, and, see just, see how, and just see what the fuck happens. Let's do the Big Bang thing and just fucking see how many infinite numbers of fucking things. And who the fuck knows what the original one looks like. GTA characters that are running around in GTA and these aren't sentient beings. I'm not saying that. They can't fucking feel things the way that we do, whatever. But who, like, that doesn't look like what we look like. What the, the, the original one... We could look like fucking 8-bit fucking characters to things. So, crypto punks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we could be no, crypto we could appear, This universe could appear to be primitive technology or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck? We can't wrap our minds around it because we see things in a certain way and our idea of the best quality ever is 4K and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, but... It could be even deeper than that. Like you just my don't. kid's gonna be fucking around on the computer. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna make this guy fuck a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this is great. That's, you know? exactly. that's not what I'm saying. But yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm just picturing it in my head. Yo, I appreciate you guys coming doing this. This fuck is, yeah. I, and I like that we got like life advice. We got like some drama, like things Mike's been going through, and then we just talked about the future of the universe. Only us. pretty cool. Dude, Only we stop. Could do this is great. This, this is, is what like happens when the Caucasian podcast. caucus gets together. <laughs> a bunch of tall white kids. We've experimented with <laughs> a bunch of coast, ideas. From the, the East Coast. Coast. Hey, we hey. Got the, we're really a little trifle. 
If you're from New England and you think that you can't make anything out of your life because you've never seen anybody from your town make anything out of their life, look, three dudes somehow. Dumbass. Probably won't last for long, but we got a little song going on. Connecticut, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, East Coast. The trifecta, bro. Awesome. Love you guys. Let's go. And Josh putting Mike on his story right Appreciate y'all. No Jumper Coolest Podcast. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. And we will be streaming your music on Friday. So pull up at noon. Appreciate you guys. Yes, sir.